Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, welcome to episode 161 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, April 22nd, and my name is Dan Gorman, and from the shark book, 101 Shark Jokes, what has the most fiendish fish of all contributed to the auto industry? I didn't even and, understand. Any no, I recognized all the words. What is the most fiendish fish of, fish of all contributed to the auto industry? I don't uh, know. Shark absorbers. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. The book, not you. You're beautiful. Uh, <laughs> who are you? Who are you? Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, someone who loves you. Oh. Uh, my name is Casey Lyons. What happened when the shark swallowed the ship's fuel tanks? Uh, I don't know. It got gas pains. Oh, um, that's not a... Oh, that's not just a, what would... That's not anything. That's, uh, uh, my name is Greg LeGrow, and what did the mother shark tell her child when it began to chase the man in circles? Uh, why? You're, you should be swimming, not chasing? <laughs> yeah, uh... Uh, no, uh, it's uh, don't play with your food. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, don't, yeah, I, was, I wasn't gonna let you think too long. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, oh, it's really not worth what it. What I was formulating was much cl- more clever than that. Well, uh, again, this has been our opening remarks from one one oh one shark jokes. We've, if you're just, if you're just, if this is your first, yeah, if episode, you're super confused, sorry, yeah, very sorry. Yeah, we found a uh, a shark joke book a long time ago. We've Here's been using one it. For you. What do you call a shark hunter who uses a pea shooter? A uh, shark shooter. Stupid. Hey, hey, man, save him. (laughs) It's a published book. Yeah. Um, We have tons of stuff to talk about this week. A million trailers uh, came out. Lots of movie news that we will be talking off the top uh, before we get to Film Roulette, where two of us got to watch whatever we wanted to see while Casey had to go see Paul Blart 2. So three of us got to see whatever we wanted. Exactly what we wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then at the end of the episode, Greg will take us through an an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 in our Relay uh, segment, 90210, yeah, Relay, Mm -hmm. where we, as grown men who have never seen the show before, watch Beverly Hills 90210 one episode (laughs) at a time. Yeah. Oh, man. And learn from it. Yeah. 
Speaking of learning, if you have things you want to teach us via an email, you can email us at info at modernsuperior.com. You can rate and review us on iTunes, and you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at SYNWPC. Do all of those things, and uh, let us know what you think about whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And now we will get into our news and what did we watch this week segment, the Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee, Mm -hmm. uh, which usually lasts around an hour. If you want to skip to the the movies that we are to review, I'm doing it. (laughs) I'm not saying anything then. You know what? I don't have any news. All right. Let's go to film roulette. I'm not saying a word for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put blank space for an hour so that anyone that wants to skip to the name of the movie on the top of the episode, they can. Uh But don't we got lots of stuff that's to talk all about. interesting yeah yeah um mm. how should we start this i watched a bunch of of stuff but also a million trailers and news came out let's listen tell me what you watched because i feel like we're going to talk about these trailers a lot yeah, yeah. There's, there's so much news we'll okay. flip it we'll flip it oh yeah. we'll flip it i watched first, a lot yeah and and i won't spend too I much time on all of them no nor did i yeah um, i watched basically one thing yeah mm-hmm. i what what did you watch? What's the one thing? Let's start there. Well, I watched one thing, and I can't even talk about it because okay. it's something that I'm uh, possibly uh, going to be talking about on another podcast. Oh, oh. so really? Yeah. yeah. So you brought it up nice? for that? Yeah, and I'm not even going to say what it was. Oh, yeah, really? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, and fuck the people listening. Fine. No, what? it was oh, okay. it was uh, it was a movie called The Thing. Oh, in 1982. Oh, are you going? <laughs> to you've heard of it? Try to scare Matthew Price to death with that. I'm gonna try my best. Nice. Very good. I'm gonna try to kill Matthew Price. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And you you think it sucks now, right? Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> the what effects don't that hold thing? up. <laughs> There's nothing scary or disgusting about that movie at all. No, that's how I like my dogs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and my pal's heads yeah. with spider legs. <laughs> yeah, that's how I like my Wilford Brimley without yeah. a mustache and putting his hand in someone's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie is amazing. Uh, yeah. Nothing wrong with that movie. Go watch that right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched something you guys have all seen. Oh. Uh, I finally got around to Going Clear, oh, the Scientology yeah. documentary. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that's really good. And and the the further it gets along, the more stuff that comes out. Like, because a lot of it, I know I knew a bit about Scientology, so yeah. I was like, okay, I get a lot of this. It's not shocking yet, but by the time it gets to like they're throwing people in the quote unquote hole and they're like yeah. escaping, yeah, that like stuff, <laughs> that's what shocked fucked, me. Man. And their their cuckoo bananas, fucking uh, yeah, their presentation, that the was giant crazy. stage, all the crazy Nazi imagery yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, how and everyone's just like, this is wonderful. Yeah. Hey. And the one Nazi is Golden Globe. The Woo! one is huge. Like the first one they show is like yeah. the biggest thing ever, and then yeah. the next one's slightly smaller. <laughs> it's yeah, like, right. oh fuck. Well, that, I think that they, whole IRS stuff is crazy. It's really nuts. Like that they strong armed them. Spend any taxes on anything. That that's the part that, and I, I hate to say, it, but that's the part where I was like. Oh, that's a little bit awesome. <laughs> it's, it's kind of awesome that they but, fucked the IRS. They intimidated the, well, then we're going to fucking sue you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> boom. But it's like the kind of stuff that, like, it just makes you think, even outside of Scientology, that they were, like, that the tactic is like, well, we're going to get all of these, you know, like, legal cases open against you, and it's going to cost you unlimited amount of money to get these things closed or you could like let us do the evil thing that we want to do yeah. Yeah. like it just even outside of Scientology you're like that must be happening all the time yeah. corporations yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah for sure we'll let you do the evil thing you want to do yeah. if you let us do the evil thing we want yeah. to do yeah <laughs> 
just crazy, man. Yeah. 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 But I feel like I was trying to, uh, apparently the numbers of uh, Scientologists have gone down considerably, mm-hmm. yeah. and they aren't really getting new people. And I think it's because everybody knows the, uh, the, 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 the soul shooting out of the... Oh the, yeah, yeah. All the cr- the crazy space story part of it. Yeah, because like Paul Haggis is in the documentary, and he, yeah. he was in Scientology for a couple of years before he got to that part. Yeah, where they told him that, and he was like, what? "Level eight. Yeah. yeah. Well, know. he says, "Well, I thought it was a test. Like, if you believe this, then yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, out. get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> Which would be amazing. But you so yeah. like because they got people in with like and when it was just this thing that seemed like it was trying to help you deal with your anger yeah. or depression or whatever. Uh, you know, kind of a motivational Zen kind of thing yeah. or something like that. But then it's like, and aliens, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, there's souls all over you, totally You're filthy with souls. I kind uh, of like. I would have liked, and I, and maybe this isn't the documentary for what I wanted, but I wanted more insight into like because when Paul Gray when he talks about that and he's like. You know, it's this thing that everybody has the the capability of doing, which is like once you've invested so much into it, you don't let yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how like how many people have just put so much money into getting to where they're getting yeah. in Scientology that either, either, they yeah, subconsciously yeah. No, I get it. aren't I letting all themselves. Lost. Yeah. yeah. Either you admit I'm going to see this thing through. Yeah. Either yeah. you you admit that you're an idiot that's yeah. wasted your time and money. Yeah. Or you or you go, oh, it's purgatory. Yeah. And well, it's, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not, and it might not even be consciously that you're saying like, "Well, I just have to," it, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. something inside of you is just like not allowing you to see the truth because you've invested so much into it, money mm-hmm. and time and yeah. effort and whatever. And that's like a really crazy thing that humans can do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fine, fine. Uh, sure, yeah. Zenu. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I it very very uh, good watching. Yeah, not bad. pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I want me to keep going, or do you guys have? <laughs> uh, I uh, well, I've got one more thing. Guys. Okay, one more thing. I what? finished. Uh, it's it's a, a short thing. Uh, I finished Bloodline. Yeah, yeah. I love love that show. Yes, that's my favorite show that it's I've seen in a very long time. So great. that's my favorite show that uh, since Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. And I love it, and I miss it already, and I wish it was still on. And I was like, uh, I don't know, without spoiling anything, I, I was like, I, I don't. Th- this must just be one little self. I thought that too thing there, yeah. there's and if it's not it's going to be a real letdown yeah um and then it wasn't yeah <laughs> so that's all i'll say watch that show or yeah you're i need to get on that watch yeah. that show or you're dead to me yeah. <laughs> i've speaking of breaking bad i've finally wrapped up season one of better call saul oh Ooh. what about yeah. that last episode oh boy what about the every episode what about every <laughs> fucking second of that show it's so great i i love breaking bad breaking bad is its own thing it's elevated yeah. a above anything like even uh, just a television show mm. and there's part of me that and i don't know Likes how big a better? part <laughs> that i think i might like the show better and we maybe it's hard to say it's, it's so, only yeah. one season you can't yeah, so say with only one season yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but i'm but, really i'm looking for, i'm actually looking forward to the uh, golden globes this year just for all the wonderful television acting that's been yeah like uh, what do you do with when you've got a ben mendelson yeah. and uh bob odenkirk and, bob odenkirk. and you've got jonathan banks and michael mckeon to look at and <sighs> fucking uh, uh, uh Chandler, Kyle Chandler. Uh, yeah, know, yeah. All these amazing performances. Just out of two shows, yeah. you, you yeah. could fill the ballot card. You yeah. Know? And, you know, I mean, uh, uh, what's her, do anyone know her name The on Better Call Saul? The, uh, his, oh, uh, Rhea, Rhea, she's Seahorn or something? Yeah, she's terrific. She's 
fucking amazing. Yeah. Like she, I already like her better than Skylar because you know <laughs> she's the the requisite. You know, like uh, kind of sexy, intelligent, blonde woman. Rhea Seahorn. Mm, Rhea Seahorn. Yeah. yeah, she's really uh, good. She's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I love her. I love everybody. I love uh, the guy who plays. Um, uh, I can't remember his name. The 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 mm. lawyer, the guy from the the big law firm. Oh yeah, uh, the one that he doesn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's terrific. Fucking well. phenomenal. Yeah. And and they don't give him it. Well, they don't yeah. they don't give him that much to do, and then they do, and then it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, and fucking. Uh, uh, I've been also. We've been keeping up with um, uh, uh, Last Man on Earth. Mm. Yeah, I dropped off. I, not that I like stopped watching because I didn't like it, but it. I just. I haven't it's, been watching a lot of TV. Uh, I, it's great. It's really, really funny. <laughs> but it really goes out of its way to make the lead character... Like awful? Entirely unlikable. Yeah. So there's a so you, you end up not really even identifying or pulling for him anymore. Like, I've gotten to this point where I'm just like, what's happening is technically funny, and there's some really brilliant things going on, but... I really don't like the main character. Yeah. I don't, and I don't like to not like a Will Forte character. Mm. Interesting, yeah, because um, I only watched the first like two or three, and it had that to it, but I still kind of liked them to the point where, yeah, it, it, they really decimate that, and to the point where I'm like, this must be intentional. Like they're really gonna yeah. pull it back at the end. But the guy who plays, um, uh, who plays his buddy, uh, Mark? Is it Marco? Marco? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's also he plays a very different character on um, on Last Man on Earth. Oh, cool! And uh, that guy's one of my favorite new actors. Yeah, he's yeah, fucking really phenomenal. good. Really good. So good on fucking oh, Better Call Saul. That episode was amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Did wow. you start watching uh, Daredevil? Oh yeah, because I feel like thing. I saw some oh, yeah, opinions yeah. thrown out to the yeah. Facebook crowd that I wanted to in- in- ask about, That's even though I haven't started watching it. Yeah. <laughs> that is a show that everyone loves, and I have no idea why. There's been one. There's been one scene that I thought was great, uh, and then everything else, I'm like, um, there's some acting that's all right. Most of the acting is terrible, uh, and the dialogue is pretty pedestrian and doesn't really go anywhere i'm only four episodes in okay but i've had to really fight to to want to watch it yeah i I don't get it at all i love this show uh it's great oh it's a good lord superhero show (laughs) yeah it it is definitely after bloodline it's definitely gonna seem a little more but i don't know i i I like almost all the acting except for foggy oh he's the worst (laughs) oh he's just a fucking the character i know that the character is supposed to be kind of a way, you know, uh, that that I can tell what they're going for with this guy, but it just misses the mark. Yeah, he's, he's charmingly that well. way, not forcibly. And, and you can, and and there there have been characters who have done that really well, like where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this guy's unlikable, but I, as the viewer, well, have to like something about the yeah, performance. Yeah, but Foggy's at least. not supposed to be unlikable. He's just supposed to be kind of awkward and dumpy, and yeah. he's. Uh, and this guy's a uh, uh, fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, like I'm just like get him off the screen. I think she's pretty bad too. Uh, Rosario Dawson, for as much as I've seen of her, she's fine. She, yeah, she's always good. Um, I like uh, what's her face is playing Karen Page. Oh, I'm not. I'm. Uh, I, I'm just like uh, she's she's she seems to be doing a lot of what what uh, uh, Froggy's doing or whatever his name is. Froggy, Foggy, Foggy, um, <laughs> Frogger. In, in that it's everything's very big. 
Yeah. I'm acting right now. Well, she's a, she's only in scenes with him, so maybe. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to match the energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm being dragged down with this yeah, fucking yeah. idiot. <clears throat> maybe. But, uh, yeah, there's one scene, and there's the scene that everybody keeps talking about, this great one-shot scene yeah. uh, where I'm like, it it looks pretty good, and, and the way it's executed is really good, but it also feels like uh, now we're going to have this scene, and it just goes on, and, and, and it's like, yeah, technically this is all really cool looking, but it really feels like, uh, like it feels tacked on. No, I, I like it feels it, like I don't. I didn't think that at all. No, I, I don't think anybody how, else feels like. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved how that scene, how it rolled into that, like how that episode, oh, see, I didn't that feel episode like it did. builds up to that moment where I don't want to really get into stuff, but like where he's like making a, a like pretty heavy decision at that point when, when he's kind of already stepped over a line. So yeah. that whole that is just the crescendo at the end of everything that he's been talking about and going through with Rosario Dawson at the lead up to that yeah and then they do there's a lot of that's just the most impressive one but throughout five six episodes that i've seen there are a bunch of uh long shots it's something that yeah. happens continuously throughout the show right that's just the most obvious one to see i think but right they keep doing it because and it is the first one I think. yeah yeah um yeah i and, and i'm gonna keep watching it because because i want to see how this fits into the whole marvel universe mm-hmm. um but uh, but yeah, so far there's been there's one scene and it's it's the beginning of episode four I think, mm-hmm. um really cool scene in a bowling alley that's oh, just yeah. really great yeah, and uh, uh the, that actor mm-hmm. who comes in is fucking awesome totally he's uh, he's the best thing about it so far I haven't even seen Vincent D'Onofrio yet mm-hmm. and I've heard really conflicting par- uh, points about him that he's the fucking best thing in it which I would believe because everything Vincent D'Onofrio does yeah. is amazing. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people are like, "Oh, he's just terrible." No, I don't think he's terrible at all. Yeah, but so, yeah. decide for yourself. I, yeah. I think it's great, though. It's uh, you know, it's. Uh, have you I, finished it? No, no. Okay, because I've been. I was trying to get yeah. Better Call Saul done, and uh, yeah. Athena really likes it as well. So we've been watching it together. But it's been a busy week. Didn't really see much of anything. Mm-hmm. Like I, I watched yeah a few Daredevil episodes, and I finished Better Call Saul, and I fuck I don't know. I uh, I fell asleep watching this movie that. <laughs> This movie was Steven Seagal, Steve Austin, and Michael Perry. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Steven what Seagal, tell me it's a remake Steven of Three <laughs> Men and a Baby. Yeah. <laughs> you won't believe who's the baby. <laughs> uh, and Steven Seagal is doing like a weird like Cajun accent oh, or something. Man. Oh, oh boy. Like, what's happening? <laughs> that has to be the most half-assed Cajun like trying accent. to stay awake. I'm like, oh, this is so horrible. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Oh yeah, so I I didn't really see much of anything. I saw a lot of like beginnings of movies yeah. that I fell yeah. asleep to. <laughs> uh, oh, you what is that movie called? Maximum Conviction or something oh, like that. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> super forgettable name. Yeah. <laughs> maximum. Two words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two words, the movie. If yeah. one of them is Maximum or like Ultimate <laughs> yeah, or... It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> matter what the second one is. I saw one other thing, but I'll, I, I, I want to get into what you watched, Dan, because I'll just... It just leads into one of our trailers. Yeah. So when we're oh, ready to talk right. about that, I'll just mention this thing I saw that I thought was Okay. Fun. I didn't see a ton of stuff. Well, I, I watched a bunch. You but totally said you did. I watched a bunch, <laughs> but I'm not. You, what are you doing? I'm not gonna like. <laughs> I'm not gonna belabor too many of them. I wrote um, an article about another '70s television ABC movie of the week that I watched on YouTube because right. I really have been getting into the habit of putting one of those on when I'm uh, gonna go to bed, like mm-hmm. to fall asleep, and yeah. and they're they're all like 70 minutes, so it's even if it's a boring one, it's just like they're done. Yeah. So yeah. I watched one called The Longest Night, and that came out in I think 1972, 
and the gist of it is that this guy kidnaps the the daughter of a wealthy businessman and and buries her alive in this like tricked out coffin that has like air vents and like a pump if like water seeps into it and there's water and some food and he's just basically like I've buried your daughter alive and you need to give me this money and if you don't I'll never tell you where she is if you get if the cops come and arrest me we're we're all going to go to jail we'll never say and she'll just die and it's attached to a battery the coffin and he's like there's about like a week's uh, worth of juice on there depending oh, wow. on how much she uses the fan <laughs> and, oh, <wow. laughs> and it's like cuz i've watched awesome. i've watched a couple of these and sometimes they're boring and sometimes the 70s tv like acting style really does these movies a disservice but on this one it like it works so well i highly recommend it the opening kidnap scene is so like weird and stark and kind of like 70s like the way like nobody's screaming they're just kind of going along with it but it's really off-putting um and the performances are all really good the longest night it's on youtube it's really good i really like it's based off a true story Uh, apparently it actually happened like pretty similarly how it did in the show it's really good crazy yeah story yeah it's really it's it's an interesting movie and the score is really good yeah I just watched another one that was like a similar kind of thriller and it really wasn't good and and this one was kind of like oh yeah I can see why like these movies don't deserve to be just like forgotten cuz some of them are really cool. <laughs> um but I also watched oh The Conjuring for the first time. Oh, what did you think? I oh. didn't like it. Really? Is that right? I was about half and half on it. I feel like James Wan like I really liked that he was going for the seventies thing, yeah. but it felt like scares in search of a plot. It felt like this family moved into yeah, like like the most there's... haunted house ever, yeah. and everything. It was it all get, I, it lost me when it got two fucking bananas at the end. Like, yeah, there's too much flying around. It, and... Well, it, it just at, at one point I don't know. Is it spoiler? Can, no, can I don't you, care. Yeah, spoilery. Who cares? Um, it, it it does become just another one of those. Uh, you know the haunting of Emily Rose, or yeah, yeah, the yeah. Connecticut haunting of nineteen eighty. Whatever. Like I don't but, think. Yeah. Like I didn't think that. I thought there's some wonderful moments in that yeah. movie. There yeah. are some very good moments, but I feel like I don't like James Wan's direction. Like there are times when it really works, and then there's times where I'm like, you're really overreaching. And there, and he does again put like little little fancy lads in like little like you know like renaissance gear and i'm like that's not scary man stop putting it in every one of your movies like it's, well, maybe you're not scared of fancy lads but like and that yeah i just thought there was a lot of really cool stuff but i felt like like it really needed something going on because it just felt like it was just yeah. cliche after cliche after cliche i i could definitely see what you what you mean like i mean like the clapping game, I'm like, that's a cool like conceit oh, to like wrap yeah. your movie around, and yeah. then and that's really cool, but it doesn't like, but it's really still, like, go set anywhere. Piece horror. It's yeah. still like here's this cool thing. It's yeah. like vignettes. Yeah. As far as like that kind of horror movie goes, which there's a fucking shit ton of them in the last decade. Yeah, I yeah. was just I I found some of it genuinely creepy. Definitely, yeah. definitely. I, I, so I, I was totally I down it as for a it. Thing. Yeah. 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 But it does go all Emily Rose fucking, yeah. look at how wacky my body is when there's a demon in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah which like, I, I don't yeah, yeah, care yeah. that much for that. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I feel like it that sort of betrayed the the coolness of everything else that was going on. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, uh, it's enough with the doll. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, uh, that's I really liked that opening, and I can totally understand yeah. why they are like, let's they made that into a movie yeah. although i heard it was terrible oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i've had i've had many opportunities to watch that movie yeah and, and passed every time um 
I watched a documentary about the video nasties in the UK, which was okay, called Video Nasties, Moral mm. Panic, Censorship, and Videotape. It's okay. It's pretty good. It's Should worth I just wa- read the list and go. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. There's some. <laughs> well, the the best thing about it is when one of the politicians is like, "These movies are so offensive, so corrupting to your mind that they will not only make people go insane, but dogs as well." <laughs> and you're like, "That was something someone Put got that up. on every yeah. movie box. <laughs> yeah, it'll you make your dog crazy. Movie? Yes. Yeah, that's that. That could be the defi- The only reason I rent a movie. <laughs> yeah, drive <laughs> a dog crazy. Might be the only reason I buy a dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to make it go crazy. Yeah, no, it was good. I like check it out. It's an hour. It's like an hour, but it. Well, it didn't like. I after have a house seeing... full of crazy dogs now, <laughs> and I couldn't be happy. Yeah. After seeing like um, going clear, which was like every scene was something like interesting. This mm-hmm. was a little like all right, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, one of the only other things I wanted to, to bring up was that um, I watched the 2005 remake of House of Wax with Paris Hilton oh, among, amongst Why other did you people. Do that? Uh, I liked it. What? It this movie does not deserve the rap the bad rep it gets. I, I kind of just I've heard other people say that. I've kind of just threw it I on just like that they were crazy oh, you know, as a dog. I I've seen most of these this era like a house of uh on haunted hill and 13 ghosts and I was like well, I've just never got around to this one mostly because they're all bad but <laughs> yeah. I was just kind of like whatever I'll put this on. And it takes a long time to get going. Uh Alicia Cuthbert's in it as well and some other people that are fairly notable. It's uh-huh. the script isn't great. But the director is the guy that did that uh, Liam Neeson movie that you guys saw recently, Run All Night. And oh, yeah. he also did <laughs> Orphan and something else pretty notable. And the visual style saves this thing. And the fact that at the end of the movie, the house of wax, that is literally just a house completely made of wax, is like on fire and it's melting and they're inside and they're like falling through floors and like trying to get out by crawling out and stuff. And the, and the effect of the, of the thing falling down is like worth watching the whole movie for huh. like it's like the characters are stupid the script is pretty bad plus it has a house made of wax and that's yeah. pretty dumb but <laughs> the the kill scenes are pretty good <laughs> I think I'm wrong oh no it's stupid and when they walk up to the house of wax the guy like scratches it with the key and he's like it really is it's made of wax like, <laughs> like there's a lot of dumb stuff to laugh at but the guy can fucking shoot a movie it looks great yeah and huh. and the house fucking uh being on fire at the end of the movie i was like this is not that bad yeah how's mostly that? visually how's p yeah. uh she was awful yeah um her death scene is crazy though oh yeah yeah she gets like her head impaled on this thing it's gross as hell awesome yeah like the, the kills are good this one guy gets like because the the gist of it is like the whole town you think there's people in the town and then it's revealed later spoiler alert for the stupid horror movie that like he's encasing people that are alive in wax and he's rigged them up so that every once in a while they'll like look out a window like home alone style and oh, shit yeah, all right. and it's actually kind of really cool like there's a couple ideas in there where you're huh. like this is interesting and some of the like people getting like they they try and bear like grab the wax to like get them out and like it falls off and they're all gore underneath and stuff it's like it's got some moments that actually you sounds want, pretty cool that sounds it, like something i might i might want to check it out. takes mm. a long time to get going but the like stupid teenager shit is pretty hilariously dumb yeah. and then it, and then once it gets going yeah the, it's 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 worth a watch if you like that stuff but i mean it's not gonna no one's gonna be like best I can, ever i can but, watch a cheap 
a cheap yeah. horror movie. I just put that in with the like I can't watch the um everything that that uh, came after Scream. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know I, I can't watch that that type of like I've never seen These any people, of the Final Destination there, there movies. Is no, oh, there are better. Oh, you gotta watch those stuff, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of those are pretty good. Yeah, uh, I've seen a couple of the kill scenes and 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 that's yeah. all the movie is. Like, is just <laughs> a bunch of fucking kill scenes. Yeah. yeah. Well then, I, well I feel like I'm no seen nobody in nobody in House of Wax like understands that they're in a horror movie it's very like pedestrian right mm-hmm. but but some of the stuff in there i was like i there's something going on here mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. all right so it was a it was a worth worthwhile little watch you yeah. know um yeah that was that's it for me that uh-huh. was all i watched although i have been listening shout out to some music to the new built to spill album that i bought on record store day right oh, fucking yeah. great yeah. Yeah. best album possibly since 1999 Oh boy! Of theirs, yeah. Of theirs, of, of ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Ton of music came out today. Yeah. So yesterday, Wicked. I mean, mm-hmm. listeners in the future. <laughs> Wednesday, listeners. You crazy future yesterday. listeners. Yeah, yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. So okay, I forgot that we skipped over all the news. Yeah, it's news time. No, yeah. No, but, uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, so to, to I did yeah. see something. You, Lewis? Yeah, which will. One of the trailers, I was in the mood to watch some superhero-y stuff. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, but I want to fall asleep. I just want easy. And uh, although Marvel has been way ahead of the game, uh, movie-wise, uh, compared to DC, DC has owned the anime realm. They're oh, yeah, yeah. DC cartoon movies are fucking great. And yeah. I've heard that again and again. Yeah, they're Most, super yeah. good. All Like Batman Year One, and they did a pretty solid adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns, and then like weird ones like The Flashpoint Paradox. There's one about The Flash that's actually yeah. awesome, which I is seeing, like crazy. <laughs> I, keep, I keep seeing one like sort of peripherally called uh, Batman versus Robin or something. Or oh, that's like, that's coming up. I don't know. Is that out yet? I, I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. I is I feel are all of those movies like the Warner Brothers? I feel yeah. like they've yeah. they've had a lock on like good Batman animation ever since the animated series, right? Totally. Like, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like it's <laughs> solid, but like it gets into the other characters. Like, okay. There's a bunch of really good ones. So I'm I I noticed one of those was on whatever Netflix region I was on, and I'm like, yeah, all right, fucking a, I'll watch a yeah. Superman movie Why not? here. And so I watched this Superman movie called All Star Superman. All-Star All Superman. All-Star Superman. <laughs> so yeah, like, oh, isn't that is... where he plays basketball against the Harlem Globetrotters? <laughs> <laughs> and in this movie, which like, everything is so abrupt, like it just it starts and it's on, a spaceship is going, and you're, you're seeing a spaceship fly towards the sun, but you're getting like a brief, like you don't know who Superman is, like a man, a planet destroyed, only sun, uh, nice people raise him. Superman. You get bullet points. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I picked the movie. I know who he is. And uh, <laughs> and then there's like this spear on this spaceship, and this guy just turns into a monster, and he's like, ah! and then Superman's outside the ship, and he throws the guy into the sun, and then he explodes in the sun, and then too much sun on Superman, <laughs> and now Superman's dying, and so he wants to give Lois a really nice birthday present, so he takes her to the fortress, <laughs> takes oh, her to the fortress of solitude, and tell and like just reveals everything. I'm Clark Kent, and here's a bunch yeah. of stuff, and then she goes crazy because she inhales some weird uh, gases, what? and she shoots him with this crazy laser gun, but he. He's super strong now from too much sun. He's going to be really strong before he dies. And then he's like, and I made you this potion to drink so you can have my powers for 24 hours. And then they're <laughs> flying through the cosmos. And then they meet uh, this guy, Samson, and this guy named Atlas 2 or something like that. And they want to have a contest to steal Lois Lane from him. And he's like, no. What? And then this uh, pharaoh guy shows up and he's like, you stole my necklace. <laughs> <laughs> and and they got and then Superman has to solve a riddle. 
to uh, get her back, and he does, and then he has to arm wrestle fight these other two guys, and then Lex Luthor is being uh, ca- captured by the government, and uh, super, I can't fuck all these things. Oh, then Lex Luthor drinks Superman juice, and he turns oh, into Superman no. for 24 hours. And, and uh, then Jesus gives this guy two golden like, tickets. I was just like, what in the fuck is going on? There's so many things that happen. This movie's only 75 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> it blew my there's mind. A, like, there's a different plot point every minute. Oh, yeah. oh and there was this one scene where uh, Jimmy Olsen shows up, and he's wearing like a dress and high heels and pearls. <laughs> and I don't say why ever. Oh, my God. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Uh, it's like, I feel like you took, like, it's All-Star Superman. Like, you've had... Five minutes of like fifteen really good Superman movies and yeah. just gave me the greatest hits of it. It says here that it was a uh, a recent run called uh, this. It says like because um, I, I loaded this up on Letterbox and the first, one of the reviews says this shouldn't exist. Fuck this movie. <laughs> um, but it says uh, Warner Brothers Animation's attempt at adapting Grant Morrison's recent short series, which is a great and accessible insight to Superman. Unfortunately, this isn't very good. Blah blah blah. Yeah yeah. So, oh and oh then these other Kryptonians show up. <laughs> and they're like, they've changed Metropolis into like trying to turn it into Krypton. And they're going to rule and they want to beat up Superman. But then they get really sick. <laughs> I liked that you were like, you're like, he's, so he sends them to the Phantom Zone. Like, this thing's 75 yeah. minutes long. All of this shit happens. I like that you're like, he gets too much sun, so he's going to die. Yeah. But then when you were talking through, you had to reveal, like, oh, but he's going to get real strong first, first before, yeah. he dies. <laughs> before he dies. <laughs> oh, and Clark Kent has a big prison break scene with Lex Luthor. Like, it just, I couldn't, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? I kept on drifting off. Oh, man. Where am I? What? What's happening? How much uh, of this was the dream you were having? (laughs) (laughs) This is the same director as the animated Batman Year One. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, a bunch of these. great. Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, Justice League, Crisis on Two Earths. Bunch of Batman versus Public Enemy? Yeah. (laughs) I want to see that one. (laughs) Because I don't know who would win that fight. (laughs) Um, but yeah, obviously I had superheroes on the brain because yeah. a lot of trailers happened. Let's, I guess, do you want to? Yeah, well, right into yeah. Batman versus Superman, uh-huh. Dawn of Justice. Uh, that was leaked and then officially released. Right. Um, I like how on IMDb the synopsis for this uh, movie is the plot is unknown. Period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't know yet. Yeah. Well, certainly the there. That's that's true of the trailer. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. I, yeah, what do well, you guys think? Well, I mean, Superman saved the world from uh, uh, Zod's uh, yeah. stupid yeah. pulse People thing. are mad but at now him. And so some like, people worship him like a god, and other good. people are like, "That's this is too out of control. Yeah. What, yeah. what We can't be you know uh, held against this guy's whims. And yeah, and Batman's, Batman's like, really mad. He's like, fuck, I'm that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you bleed? <laughs> that fucking guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I watched the trailer and and I think it doesn't look awful or anything. Uh, but I was kind of like, oh man, like this just looks so grim and like it, like I don't know. I think it looks cooler than the first Superman. Yeah, yeah. The first Zack Snyder Superman. Like Definitely. I think there's some shots where I'm like, ooh, that looks really cool. Oh yeah, when but, Batman like steps out of the shadows or whatever. Definitely, yeah. Like, yeah, dude, that's awesome. Pretty. Maybe cool. it's that just my worry Batman. about Snyder. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like 
I feel like even if it looked amazing, I'd be like, but fucking Snyder, man, I hate him. I like Watchmen and I like Dawn of the Dead, so maybe... Yeah, yeah me too. I lay out Dawn of the Dead, so good. And and I, I, I've i I've watched that other Superman movie, I think, like twice. Yeah. Man and uh, I didn't like it either time, but I was compelled to watch it twice. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't understand why. But I'm I'm very excited to see this movie, and I don't think it'll be very good. No. Yeah. And I feel like there's going to be long parts of it where I'm really bored. Yeah. I think it'll, it'll really be better than Man of Steel, I think. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just feel by virtue of the fact that I'm like, if I, ever I get bored, I can just go, well, you know, Wonder Woman's going to show up soon, and we'll see what that's about. And yeah, then, sure. Oh, then Aquaman's going to show up, so yeah. we'll see how that sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like there's going to be enough things in it that... Yeah. That, but but at the same time, I was not very wowed by the trailer. No, it was pretty underwhelming. Like first, I saw the leaked one. So yeah, it was really the, dark, and yeah. I was like, "Wow, yeah, I don't even too. know what the fuck." Totally. Yeah, yeah. And it goes out of focus on a co- yeah, Bruce like Wayne's a really, face, and I'm like, "That's supposed to happen? That's a stupid idea." Well, we all know it's Ben Affleck. Trying to hide him from me. That's what I kind of felt like too. Is that <laughs> that like <laughs> they're like trying not to focus on the fact that it's Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've never been particularly hopeful for this, but at the same time, that's about the best looking live action Batman you could have ever asked for. Whether no matter who's in the suit, yeah, yeah. that suit is dynamite. Yeah. yeah, it's a fucking great suit. Yeah, and um, and uh, uh Batman is uh, thick as fuck. Yeah, like they made him fucking jacked as hell. Yeah, well, they really went at that at the Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns here. Even that shot, there's that shot uh, where Batman is standing up on top of the. Some kind of building or whatever, yeah, yeah. which is super and cool. And he's looking. got, he's holding a rifle. He's holding a rifle with a sight, which is yeah. like definitely like right out of, yeah, you know, some hardcore imagery from Dark Knight Returns. So I, I mean, every Batman movie for the last you know fifteen years or whatever has been leaning a little bit on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they're on, going for or it. on Frank Miller's work in general. Now they're like really diving in hard at, well, you know, it's very specific imagery from yeah it. that suit that he's in the method the, you know. Oh, dude. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> puts the lotion on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, did I ever have that fucking moment at, at the end where he's like, do you bleed? No. Nope. <laughs> like you fuck a, me? Like a big fat person. <laughs> like, is he going to talk like that the whole time? No, I think it's the suit. I think Just he's because he's in the, the mechani- mm-hmm. uh, mechanical suit right. or whatever. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's right out of that's how he fights Superman in the graphic novel, which if you haven't read, read it. It's fucking spectacular. But yeah, yeah they, well, with the Joker thing being kind of an allusion to the cover of Killing, Killing Joke. Joke, right? Yeah. So I guess they're pulling for some pretty hardcore, like yeah, I mean, well, specific imagery. There's a lot of real, yeah, and there's a lot of that's you know that's a time period to hit if you want some quality gritty stuff that mm-hmm. in 80s, you know. Yeah, just go after uh, you know Alan Moore and fucking <laughs> Frank Miller. You're gonna be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, we can spiral that off into the other superhero trailer, which was the full trailer for Fantastic Four. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, anticipation was tempered a little bit with that teaser, uh, I think, anyway. I feel like the general consensus when that teaser dropped was kind of like... That it was Let's pretty boring. Wait, yeah. yeah. What it like? This is gonna be I'm so bored I, in this yeah. minute and a half. I feel like <laughs> yeah. the tides turned when, like, not that anyone was really excited, super excited. I feel like people were kind of like, oh, I wonder what that's gonna be like. And yeah. then that teaser came out, and I feel like the general consensus was like, oh no, that's gonna be like, yeah. uh, something I don't watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then now this new fall trailer comes out, and it's yeah. like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely looks better than I yeah. thought. And I, they were just like, we have to. 
they were really trying to hide uh, the thing. Yeah, from us. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a fucking eight year old. That's all right. <laughs> uh, They're trying to like keep that under wraps, but a I little, think they yeah. went. We have got to like this has got to be the flagship. Yeah, we got to we got to do and something the, to get people. And the in. shot yeah. that they, they picked did. at the end of him jumping out of a plane and landing behind a like tank and it exploding, I was yeah. like, woo, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah not bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the first half, I thought. Sorry, you cut you off. No, like, yeah, the first half. Like with them getting ready and them kind of like, I felt like the chemistry was there between the actors and the opening mm-hmm. of the trailer. Well, you got some very good actors. Yeah, yeah. yeah I so kind of like I liked the the comedy team of Miles Teller and uh, <laughs> and uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I yeah. thought they were kind of fun to watch together. Yeah, yeah. yeah I felt like I was kind of like, okay, I'm mostly even if this looks bad from here on, I'm kind of on board for these actors yeah. doing this yeah. and then yeah. it gets a little like oh it, it it almost looks like you know post event post avengers post man of steel they like fly through some buildings and they all blow up and i was mm-hmm. like okay i know like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. but you know <laughs> they, they, they I, I dig for the most part where at least it's an improvement on yeah. how the thing looks because it's not totally dude in a poop suit yeah it's <laughs> always been the mistake of these movies in yeah poop suit. don't put it in the i yeah yeah, make him look like a rock. Yeah, yeah. not orange. Not, not not yellow poop. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's favorite poop. <laughs> yellow poop. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I I I've gone from I don't know to like I don't know maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want I I yeah. I'm curious enough that I will see it in theaters. I'm assuming we'll probably wind up rolling for it in some. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, yeah, yeah. winner or loser. I'm like, yeah, depending. I, I, I all right, show me. Yeah, yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Um. What else? Jurassic Park yeah. World full trailer, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I felt like I was a little worried with some of those other teasers, and now I'm like, just be cool. Yeah, just be and big fun. and fun. And, I'm, and and that's what it looks like. I mean, I, I I'm really gonna have to forgive. Uh, what is he a dinosaur whisperer? Is that his thing? <laughs> yeah, kind no, of the I, raptors. I, yeah. yeah, I think apparently they. T- I'm pretty sure the dinosaurs stupid. talk. Uh, like I believe they're like unless I was thinking of an earlier version of the movie, I think there's gonna be so, like they're gonna push that pretty far. Maybe not to talking, but what? I uh, think they're gonna push like his like being able to like communicate or could like rally them somehow to mm-hmm. a pretty far place. Uh, wait. Now are they gonna are they gonna speak English? I don't know if they're gonna, gonna speak, speak English, dinosaur? but I feel like I read somewhere <laughs> that they like they, there's communication between them. Uh, I might be completely wrong. Mm. I've just been waiting for <laughs> <the movie> to... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he talks to dinosaurs like Mark Singer talks to a hawk. Oh, <laughs> uh, master that beast. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um yeah, I'm just like I'm I'm it's the trailer so I'm going to give yeah. that a pass for now until it's totally in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but, like, yeah. I just want to, like, I'm going to assume they've got a really good idea for why that works. If it's even as, yeah. if this movie is even as good as, if it's on the same level as Jurassic Park 3, I'll be yeah. like, okay. Because yeah. I don't hate that movie. No, that I movie is a very a fun action rap. movie. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't seen it. It's that. not like, yeah, you don't go into it thinking, like, this better be better than, you know, the second one. Yeah. Or, it's just like, it's a fun movie. And then yeah. it's kind of a shitty ending or whatever, but, but like hey, it's fun. It comes hey. fast. It's not yeah. a long movie. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's what I want from this. Yeah, there's some quality stuff in it. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm. I. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a nice popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like that'll be a good time at the theater for sure. Yeah. 
What else? Uh, oh, we haven't even talked about. Holy shit, we buried the well, lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I I don't, really. I'm not going to want to talk about something after that. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Star I'm, Wars. I'm going yeah. home after that. And yeah. I live here. What <laughs> a piece of shit this teaser was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, this thing didn't make me want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I saw footage of people crying on the internet. Yeah, a lot I'm, of people it, did. And I know it's because I'm not a, uh, a nostalgic guy, but I was like, really? But I get it. I, I was at work, and, and <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I didn't cry, but I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like overwhelmed with happiness. Yeah. yeah. I was leaving work and I got a text from uh, Jake Barker and he was like, New Star Wars trailer. And I was like, I stopped what I was doing. Yeah. put in my headphones and I was like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. I really and, love uh, that they yeah, opened it moly. with that big, big shot. That's fucking uh, the opening shot of the yeah. fucking Star Destroyer yeah. just down in the on... fucking sand. Like that yeah. thing has oh. been there for a while. Yeah, because <laughs> it's either it was like the one that was broken off in half, and and that's and that's the back half of it, or that thing has just been buried in sand for. Because yeah. like this is like years, like and thirty years, years after later, right? Jedi. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that is that is invariably one of the uh, the Star Destroyers from the the big final battle. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I was fucking blown away. Yeah, you, first because first you see the downed um, uh, X-wing, mm-hmm. and then you see the fucking Star Destroyer. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy! Like that could have been the trailer, and I would have been like, best trailer of the year, yes. <laughs> best movie of the year. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then and then fucking everything, and then you know Luke's voice. Yeah, man. And and like, there's all this speculation, and and my this was my immediate thought. You know. He's like, uh, the, the Force has always been strong in my family. Mm. My father has it. Has it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And and now my first, like, people are rationalizing it this way on the internet, and, and this is exactly where my 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 mind went, too. was like, well, yeah, because, you know. Like Obi-Wan. The, the for- yeah, exactly. The, the Force is sort of eternal life, as yeah. it is with Yoda, as it is yeah, with yeah, Obi-Wan, yeah. as it is with Anakin. Um so, so maybe that's what he means. I hope that's what he means, because I, I don't want them to cheaply bring back Darth Vader I don't think they will. Weird I feel way. like it's got to be in And there. I feel like them showing the mask, the crushed yeah. mask, yeah. was their way of going like, hey, he's not going to be in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he, he'll he be, he's in the universe. Yeah. He's not going to be in the movie. One yeah. of the best memes that I saw come out of this was somebody super, somebody put a side-by-side photo of the crushed Vader mask, which kind of has like a twisted up face with yeah. like Jason without his mask. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks perfect. <laughs> but I know, I gave the, the teaser a little shit because it was kind of... I thought the teaser was cool as somebody that is kind of outside of the Star Wars thing. I don't hate them all. Joy. Oh, yeah. fuck off. Like, <laughs> but... but I did. I did kind of think. Okay, the first teaser was cool, but it was just kind of like thing, 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 thing. Movie title yeah, that you yeah, will yeah. all see no matter what. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I was happy that this one was was more like okay, I can kind of sink my teeth into this teaser and see where they're going, and it's getting me excited, even though I'm not a Star Wars guy. It looks cool. Yeah. It looks really fun. Yeah, yeah. like the like f- going from the destroyer down to like with like the like the kind of dusty look to like that even like the shot later where they're like flying into the the other ship i don't know the names of any of this shit (laughs) well Well, i'm not sure what that what that other ship is yeah the really big one yeah well the one that the millennium falcon flies into because it looks kind of like i I feel like it might be a star destroyer because it's got those big uh, yeah yeah, those big but it looks down and dusty too but they go like there's just this awesome shot of them flying down and into like a tube and it's just like woo yeah i wonder how much of it i wonder how much of it is gonna like i wonder if part of the movie takes place within that ruin of the star destroyer because like i felt sure. like maybe they were flying into the back of a star destroyer yeah um 
So I was like, that might be a really kind of cool set piece for yeah. them to, to, to kind of hang out in and spend some time in. Maybe Jawas have, have you know, colonized that that uh, that down Star Destroyer and they mm-hmm. live in there or some shit. I don't know. There's like fucking possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. And fucking, I can't get enough ball droid. Yeah, man. Love that ball droid. <laughs> so, and all the footage of it for real on the stage. That's like, rolling fucking around. crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. kind of like, all right, we're home. Like, I get, I get it, and it just felt a little like, oh man, button pushy. I like, I, I get I that it works, but I, I think you're right. But, but it, it pushed all of the right. Yeah, buttons. I yeah, can it's see like that. I have this button. So yeah, so yeah. someone should push, push it. <laughs> yeah, for Christ's yeah. sakes, no one's pushed this thing for thirty years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I get, like, I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. But and, I was excited, even yeah, even as the the guy that everybody, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm gonna. It's gonna take me some time to get used to. Um, uh, what's I can't remember the something Ren Holt Renfrew. What's his name? The the the, the main villain guy. Uh, what uh, Holt the, Renfrew? Uh, <laughs> Let me see here. I got it here. Liney face. Uh, what's the character? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Do we know the character? Something Ren. Uh, I don't see a Ren on here. I see a Warwick Davis. <laughs> that's who it is. It's Warwick Davis. <laughs> Peter Mayhew. That's Chewbacca. No. Dom Hall Gleason's in this thing. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Henwick. All right. Maybe, well, yeah. uh, I don't know. There's nerds who are yelling at me through their uh, uh, totally right now. But um, but yeah, the design of him. Uh, I I feel like uh, he's I think he's a Sith Lord or he's supposed to be a Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ky- uh, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Okay. Kylo Ren. Right. Because mm-hmm. I keep thinking Kylo Riley and it weirds me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the design of him I I was kind of uh, not sold on. Really? And I think it's going to take me a while to get to get into that. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel like he has like the kind of cool classic design as like oh, you know as Darth I, Vader or well, as, well, it's kind of hard to be Boba perfect Fett. and you know something yeah. you've been locked into for yeah. your entire life. But I don't know. I think it looks. It's got there's something about it that feels Star I, Wars. Oh, to I me, think it know? feels like a character. I just don't think it feels like an iconic character. Well, who knows? Yeah, which maybe the maybe you know within the context of the movie it'll do it yeah, for maybe me. Maybe he's got like a cool voice. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Hey, hey guys. Really what do you think of the force? <laughs> I think the force is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you hate the force? And <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal with airline peanuts? <laughs> um yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. But 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 that's like I do like I'm completely reserving judgment. Mm. Like and and other things like that chrome stormtrooper thing uh is fucking super badass. Yep. Yeah, I'm all up in this thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So cool. I've watched the trailer so many, so many times. times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I so can't many times. just talk about it. I'm like, Let's, uh, just stop the show and watch the trailer again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I will watch it again once yeah. we're done. I've yeah, watched yeah. the trailer once, but I'm going to go back to it again. I've just been waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, just once? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. So, so, so many times I've watched it. But yeah. you guys didn't watch the new Tomorrowland trailer? No. Trailer number three. Yeah. But... I do want to say, I know we've talked a lot about the advertising campaign for that movie. The first teaser was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did watch for like an like a international one, I think, that Casey posted a while back on the See You Next Wednesday mm-hmm. that showed a lot that got me like kind of worried. I was like, oh, man. But I think it maybe was the way it was edited because this third trailer, I know it's like overload with like what's good. We're all already sold for this movie. I, yeah, I yeah. get, I can understand why you guys wouldn't watch it. And as I was watching it, I was like, this is too much, but I love it. Yeah. It looks like 
if it, like anything that you could think like worry if you were worried at all about if this is going to be cool and fun and like a Brad Bird thing mm-hmm. the stuff that they show in this third trailer which is basically the an extended a cut down version of like what will probably be an extended action scene is like okay so this is going to be like this and I love it like see that's what makes <laughs> me really that's what makes me really want to watch the it's, trailer it's, I'm not I don't going it, to because I, I think don't you want should to, yeah. I, honestly because I want to see tonally where like I think because it, I, I don't if feel it like spoils I have, anything it's just a, like like a scene that's probably going to be the first big action scene at the beginning of the movie there's probably mm-hmm. going to be so many crazy th- shit in Tomorrowland like yeah. but yeah. I understand not wanting to I just find yeah. too much out of trailers these days man. Yeah. like I'm, I'm already sold I really want to see the movie and I just want to with this kind of with a movie that I think has this much you know maybe yeah. wonder to it, I just I really want to go. It's a world in. I'm not familiar with. Yeah, I want I to experience that world. Band. Yeah, in, entirely. Like with Star Wars, I will I will devour everything Every that yeah. I can. Yeah. I can't. I have no control. No, <laughs> no, no control. No, no. But but I do with Tomorrowland because it's because it's a property I'm not familiar yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. And and I'll and I'll. Yeah, digest I, it all <laughs> at once. I feel like is is the best way yeah. to do it, and and to the point where I don't want to watch the trailer, and yet I do have yeah, this and, and I get it, mm. and I and I totally agree with you, and and even like I said while I was watching, I was like, oh man, this is like this action scene. I wish I could see this all fresh, even though now I've seen like some of the beats of it. Yeah. But at the end of it, like like talking about it now, I'm just like, oh, I wish you could have watched it so we could be like, fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I get it. But if if you don't care about those kind of things, I highly recommend the third trailer. The act, it's just like everything that Brad Bird is good at, especially in like animated movies, like in all the kind of like crazy one-upping action of like Iron Giant, how like things kind of happen. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's in there. Yeah, yeah. I watched that movie, Casey. Yeah, I do have to watch that movie. I mean, yeah. uh, oh. I I really I have to watch The Incredibles again because that's a mm-hmm. fucking awesome yeah. action movie. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, I love I love Brad Bird, and I don't know why I haven't seen Iron Giant. Yeah. and I feel yeah, weird I about it. And it's it is crazy how emotional the end is. Oh my! And God. I know it's coming. I'm like, I know this movie's gonna do something to me, but I'm totally prepared for. Yeah, <laughs> I was like when I said that I rewatched it, I, yeah. I was saved by a bad internet connection because it was literally about to happen. I was like, the tears are—it's fucking like it's like somebody blocked off Niagara Falls like at the top and like are about to let it loose. And then I had the moment where I was like, okay, oh, I gotta refresh the the browser. I can sit here for a second, and then, and then I didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so great. It's really good. Yep. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, let's. Yeah. Uh, should we get going? How long? Uh, where Where are we at? Okay, we got like ten more minutes before uh, an hour. Well, there there is right. a little bit, just a little cap on the Star Wars thing. There was uh, all the oh, yeah, news yeah. about Rogue One. Oh yeah, shit! I I really wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Too bad. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> okay. No, I want to talk about. It. Yeah, I, there it, was a lot of news, it just yeah. it's I confirmed a lot of. Uh, rumors and hearsay over the last few months. Of, it, well, of like, what the plot will be? Yeah, and and it's it's pretty much what everybody thought it was going to yeah. be. It's it's the rebels uh, trying to steal the plans for the, mm-hmm. the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. Which even if they had a different idea beforehand, an internet just spun out of control. Like that's if you hear that idea, it's like, oh no, 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 that's the movie. Please, <laughs> please make that movie. Do that. And I'm super glad that they are. But for me, it's it's the uh, like what I found kind of like weighty was. Uh, the the expanding of the universe like like the the point where these are going to be called Star Wars anthology yeah like and, and I'm like okay so now I have to accept that that's something that exists yeah or I have to like uh, 
fit that into my um what what I think the Star Wars universe is. Yeah. So that, that I was like, okay, well, I have to do that. And and the fact that Gareth Edwards said this is going to be a very gritty movie. Mm. He said he wanted to make a movie in in line with movies like Saving Private Ryan or, or something like that. Uh, and, and I'm like, okay, well, I don't know how, how to feel about that. Well, it'll be really interesting to see because it's going to be the first Star Wars movie that has it's the time period when the Jedi just aren't a fucking thing. Right. They're all either dead or in hiding, you know, like... It, it's Yeah, it's so between uh, it's, it's no between um, Revenge of the Sith and uh, and uh, A New, New Hope. Hope. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, so there's... I think... But, like, but it's also, I think, the first movie that's sort of allowed to create its own tone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like it's going to have a very different tone. I mean, the, yeah. the stills that I've seen of it, um, are, I think is just one. Like it, it's, it's just it's yeah. concept A couple art. of shifts, or mm-hmm. a couple of ships, and, yeah. and some troops running in the rain. Yeah. Um, I, I like the idea of, like, expanding that tone. Like, hmm. I think it's, obviously it's going to fall within, like, a kids can, you know, like, general audience tone. Like, he's not sure. going to have the violence, obviously, of Saving Private Ryan. But, like, do something that is, you know, more intimate and gritty like that, and and I would love to see that. Yeah, I think like, there's room for it too. Totally. Like in a New Hope, like once once you know, like as you ride with Luke the whole time with like wonderment and wanting to get out there and like I I want to be a pilot and yeah. fuck off of this dust ball, and then he's in it and he's in it really fast, and the tone like really tightens up all the second. It's like okay, because everyone like with the plans to go get the fucking Death Star, like they are everyone's exhausted, they're on edge. Like it's this, there is this tone of like this is a fuck. This is all we have. Yeah, and th- that that sort of militaristic tone, I think, can be played with and really yeah. expanded on because yeah. those are the great dark moments. Of you that mean whole. the dark intensity that that has been displayed, and and you know, obviously, Empire as well is a very dark movie, yeah. and, and there is like well, yeah, an the, urgency I mean, to everything. It isn't the darkest scene in the world when Luke gets up there when he's all like, "I was fucking shooting Womp Rat." <laughs> yeah, like, don't show that guy up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah. it's there. There's a urgency to that. Yeah. Uh, you know, leading yeah. into the climax of that sure. first movie. Yeah, and I, I think that's. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see more of that. And I, I think it'd be and cool it's the to technology like when it's like all not quite as there. I feel like yeah. I, I don't know. A lot of the stuff looks clunky in those movies, and I like that so much about them. You know, that's why. Yeah, it's so yeah. Cool. Well, that's why the for prequels were were so disgusting because yeah. everything was smooth and shiny. Yeah, why is everything made out of liquid? Where'd you get <laughs> these liquid planes? And that's the crazy thing. That's that's actually something that uh, another show, the canon that we were just talking about. Uh, they did an episode that was uh, Star Wars versus yeah. uh, Empire, which is the better movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they brought up a point that that has always been one of my favorite things about the Star Wars universe is that it feels lived in. Mm-hmm. The, the future isn't new and shiny. The future no. is the present in yeah. the future. Yeah. Right. You know, so you know there's junkyards and there's uh, there's shitty robots that break down. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, and that's really cool. And, and the prequels didn't feel like that. The prequels no. just felt like new, brand brand new, shiny future. Yeah, um, it, even though those were the past. And like what? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's probably because like I obviously don't like have this crazy affection for the 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 Star Wars universe that the that the extended universe feels exciting to me mm-hmm. cuz i in my mind i'm like yeah man do like a gritty like movie that takes place between those two you yeah. know and then like why why not make go find some characters that haven't been in these movies or are smaller and like do a fucking comedy like a little comedy like a, some this thing's going on over there and like it's a like a Mel Brooks kind of thing like what? or not do a space <laughs> no do, do a space but ball. you know what i mean like there can be a story that's <laughs> yeah. taking place in this world that's just like a goofy thing that's like like a, a plot of 
about so, or it, like and then another person could be having like a thriller like uh, like we need to get this thing that we lost and it's like just a kind of like action thriller but that isn't with like all the Chewbacca and all the people from the movies that we love. Like, right. how many? There's like um, infinite possibilities of the types of movies right. that you could make with these spinoffs. Right. And I find that really interesting. Oh yeah. Well, if you think about it in terms of like it, it being a property that that they're sort of trying to open up to, like a Marvel universe type of a situation, or uh, um, or I think about it in terms of like what what Star Trek is. Star Trek in its in all of its many many incarnations is different mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 is tonally a little bit different every time. Yeah. Uh. So so you can you can have uh, a property linked. like this that is yeah. that is inherently a specific style. But still, that that style can be sort of uh, molded to to yeah. uh, certain sensibilities, and I feel like Garth Edwards, uh, Gareth Edwards, like I don't know, a lot of people didn't like the Godzilla movie, but I quite liked it. I really liked it, um, yeah. uh, and and I liked the style and thinking about his style with that and with the monsters. Uh, I kind of go like I, I like the the idea of a world that a, a more visceral mm-hmm. Star Wars yeah. world, as long as they're still making the core Star Wars movies and, yeah. and they don't fuck with that too much like cuz cuz I feel like um like JJ J. Abrams really has a respect and an understanding of everything that's supposed to be in a Star Wars movie mm-hmm. and you can take that down and strip it uh, uh, strip it away and and try new things with it in these anthology movies yeah. do that yeah like like I would watch a Star Wars uh like companion anthology mo- whatever movie mm-hmm. that was like a drama like find right. some characters that are in the world that have interesting intentions and interesting relationships and there's mm-hmm. no action in it. Right. If it's a fucking good story yeah. and like cool characters that I've never seen before and I'm interested and they're having like drama, like yeah. I'll watch that shit. Yeah. That'd be cool. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, why like not? A, Go for like it. Do too like a Solaris or a, or a, what do you call it there? Sunshine or whatever. Yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yep. Exciting stuff. Yeah. yeah definitely. Time to be a nerd. For sure. It's a wonderful time to be a nerd. Yep. <laughs> uh, even more wonderful, if you are excited to hear what we have to say about our movies at Film Roulette. <laughs> that was the weakest segue. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do weak segues. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. It, it flew so over your head. Level. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, let's get into Film Roulette. <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. Last week we rolled for winner's choice, so Greg and I got to pick what we wanted to see this week, but the loser has to go see something that we have identified as a movie that does not look uh, very good this week. Casey had to go see Paul Blart 2, the sequel, The Mall Cop. I don't know what the name of it is. Something Just along those lines. Mall Blart. Uh, um, Mall Blart Paul Cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week I gave these guys an album to listen to. We will talk about it after we review the movies. So let's get into that now. Winner's Choice. It felt really intense last week rolling for this because of the losing movie. Yeah, um, but Greg and I got to go see whatever we wanted. Whatever. Yeah. What did you see, Greg? How? Sh- let's do this. What? <laughs> let's do it up. Okay. 
What'd you see? I saw Furious Seven. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 I had to go see that. That just like as soon. I think I said last week. I'm going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you did. laughs> uh, so what did you think? Uh, we t- Casey and I talked about it. Uh, yeah. Two weeks so ago. I won't go yeah. too uh, long about this at all. Um, because there's no need to. It's easy to talk about. Yeah. I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. These movies are absolutely insane. They yeah. are totally fucking bananas. Yeah. <laughs> they don't make any sense. Everyone says crazy shit. And things that happen are like no. Yeah. <laughs> and they just do, but that's what they do. And they do it over and over again. And they do it fucking totally stone faced. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> Fuck yes. It's crazy. It's totally crazy. And like, I'm just in it. I buy it for some reason. Uh, I, like, it just works for me. And uh, yeah, I really had a great fucking time at the movies with this. It was big yeah. and bananas. And uh, I think the, the reasons why something like this is so fucking great, other than it has Kurt Russell in it, which makes everything great, uh, and I totally enjoyed him in it, is like this kind of thing, this is so huge and there's so many fucking people in it. And, uh, you know, when we were kids, you didn't get to see uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme fight Schwarzenegger, you know? Yeah. But I got yeah. to watch Jason Statham fight The Rock. Yeah. And then I got to watch him fight Vin Diesel, which yeah. is like, I, I don't know, like watching him fight, you know, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is still entertaining. It's all good. Well, it's, it's I, well, I guess Dolph you didn't get to see that. You, there was yeah. a Universal Soldier. But, you know, you, yeah. you, you didn't get to see the real big fucking mega action stars go at it in a movie. Yeah. Or be, Until you know, they were like 65 years yeah, old. Yeah, you know? So, I mean, that was pretty great. And The Rock and uh, uh, Jason Statham fight was fucking wicked. <laughs> and now I will bring it, up it one thing that you guys talked about, the camera flipping upside down when, when you said yeah. the rock body slammed. Listen, that's not a body slam. That's called the rock bottom. <laughs> everyone's seen the rock do that like 5,000 <laughs> times. So they did something different with it. I'm like, you know what? I totally enjoyed that. Oh, okay. Yeah. It. See, I, I, uh, uh, hate wrestling. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was the rock bottom. Like I liked, I liked <laughs> that he was in a bunch of movies as yeah. well as in wrestling. I liked so. that he did it. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I yeah, was just, yeah, that shit. I wanted to see a, it. There's a couple <laughs> yeah. of, I, well, anyway, it's, it's something that everyone's seen a lot of times. And I, I was like, right on. You did yeah. something a little fancy. Fancy pants with the rock bottom, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize Iggy Azalea was in it mostly because I don't yeah. know who she is. She's to driving the other car. Was she in it? Yeah, she was she, when they go to race wars. She's the other driver. Comes up to Michelle Rodriguez and has no idea how to talk, <laughs> and says like, "You're that ghost girl." Yeah, is she. Uh, I think she. Then she drives the other car, right? Does she? No, I she think, doesn't do. I she barely it was a race in it. Barely thing. in it. She just okay. comes up and doesn't know how to say things like a person, and then she's gone. And while I didn't know that she was in it, or and I didn't know her to her face to recognize her, I so she when she delivered her line, I was like, oh, "Where'd they get that? At? Why'd they let that extra talk?" <laughs> so horrible. Uh, I don't. I don't even remember that. It's not memorable. Uh, other than it was a really horrible line reading early on in the movie. Um, yeah, I all the action worked for me. It was a ton of fucking fun, and uh, and the you know handling the Paul Walker thing at the end was uh, yeah. Really well really done. Really good. And, uh, Shockingly poignant. Yeah, and it was uh, it definitely chokes you up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it sucks. It sucks that he's uh, uh, not with us anymore. He really, I think, could have gone on to do some good stuff. And I, d- I was able to... Uh, one thing I, I thought was interesting was, aside from the lighting stuff and kind of t- when they're hiding his face when they did the stuff when they got his brothers to fill in for him and shit like that, another thing I noticed was uh, as they let his character... Uh, become a little bit more of a physical force over the last two, I'd say, where he really gets into shit hand to hand with people. Yeah. yeah, it's like Paul Walker's a pretty good like stage combat guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In that, I recognize his. He has sort of a specific way of doing 
uh, movie combat that looks good. Like he's got a good, he's a good screen fighter. Yeah. And the bit, last big fight he's in, that's not him. And I could tell not just because they were hiding his face. I'm like, yeah, this fight style is totally right. Doesn't fit in with like when he fights those dudes on that bus. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so good. I love that bus. Do you think that he could have uh, sort of uh, done a like had he. Re- remained alive yeah what's the word i'm mm-hmm. looking for uh, uh do you think he could have done kind of a chris evans thing where where like he becomes a really legitimate yeah, uh, yeah i like think with so. the right I, role like, becomes seen, a really have you because he's not he's not all that legitimate uh, uh, an actor i well, mean no he was never in any good no, movies right but Ex- i mean if he's given like a legitimate action uh uh like like kind of prestige action thing mm-hmm. uh, like, i think I he could have like, done it. have yeah, you seen yeah. running scared not the Billy Crystal one. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then, then no. Yeah. There's a Paul Walker movie called <laughs> Running like, Scared. Are we talking about Gregory Hines? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that movie? Because uh, you should see that movie if you haven't seen that. Yeah, it's a yeah. delightful film. Oh, yeah, man, it's sure. an awesome movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Paul Walker's got a movie yeah. called Running Scared that's not the best movie, but no. it's pretty good. It's but like it's, a solid three stars. It's one of those movies where it's just balls to the wall insanity it's yeah. just craziness the yeah. whole way and through he's really good in it yeah and it is good yeah. i actually i always thought that that paul walker was like like he's not gonna you know he's not an amazing actor no. but i've always liked him yeah, yeah. even like because i really like joyride no, i think joyride right. is a great movie yeah, and yeah. like he's great in it yeah. for Does what it needs to do steve's on in it joyride does right. yeah yeah and uh written i believe by jj abrams mm-hmm. is that um, goddamn right yeah or at least produced, or he was involved with the creation yeah. of it. Yeah, huh. but but like he but like, always had that kind of like you're good, like yeah. you can do Even it in this yeah. in, in this ridiculous series of the, fa- the Fast and Furious movies, yeah. which are all terribly written, <laughs> terribly <laughs> oh my, written. My Dialogue goodness, is, they feel like they were written by Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, Paul Walker never looks like. Like he does, I never roll my eyes when he delivers some of the bad dialogue. He just yeah. knows how to just like yeah. buckle down and make it seem okay. Right? Because when Vin Diesel says it, I'm just like, "Come on, yeah, I got friends, yeah, I got friends." Athena was like, "It's like he's had a head injury." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Listening to him talk, and yeah, it I, is. He's got like you can't take anything he says seriously. I'm the, like, just and, say family again and move on to the next scene. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Family. Uh, the weird thing is, I have found him to be a genuinely like good and charming actor. Vin like, Diesel. Uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, very good in Saving Private Ryan. Uh, yeah, he's great in. Did you ever, did you see Find Me Guilty? No, that was no, that his. No. Yeah. Uh, he, he directed something. Was that one that he wrote or something? He no. He no? like produced it. Okay. He, he like I think really fought to get it done. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I, don't, maybe I remember the cover. <laughs> I feel like someone yeah. like Sidney Lumet actually. Actually, I think you're right. It. Uh, and, and it's it's. Surprisingly great. Yeah, I haven't seen it since it first came out. Uh, he started like as like I think he a, had a short film or something. Yeah. He was really trying Feature to be. Like, that's he how wrote, he got, directed, produced. Yeah, like, and that's how we got Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so yeah, but but in these movies, it's like he's really fighting against that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he's Vin Diesel but, hey, is guys, wrench fight. He's the one that uh, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he's the one that's a really big nerd, right? Vin Diesel. He's like D and D guy. Is he really? Like, is yeah, he? I'm pretty that's sure. Awesome. I've seen I've seen inter- internet video of him d- dancing around like a weirdo. <laughs> and, yeah, and I'm going <laughs> that made me like him a little bit. Yeah, better. I was like weird. Right on, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And in this, and, the, and he's so fucking bananas in these movies and like all these things and choices that they make for like and I was like why didn't I wear a wife beater to my wedding <laughs> <laughs> could have got married in a wife beater yeah why not? 
Uh, yeah, I uh, I thought uh, all the scenes worked. I liked all of the action scenes. They were just as... I don't know if there was anything quite as totally insane as maybe the tank scene or the drag in the yeah. safe scene. Because those see, were just like, ah. That's the but, f- funny thing for me is is that I feel like in some ways this movie, uh, in the most demented way, it's a little more mature. In a little because, bit. <laughs> because they didn't drag a... They didn't drag a uh, safe around the city, smashing yeah. up buildings. They had a good old fashioned wrench fight. Yeah, <laughs> and, but and I there's mean, something about that where we've I was really like, matured. Yeah, yeah. There's they, like this they, is the fucking Carlsberg. The beauty or, or, yeah, are you yeah. have you grown up? Yeah, <laughs> it's time for wrench fights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my wrench fight. But years. they do decimate. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, like a man, third yeah. of Los Angeles. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I mean, found that that was all very secondary. There's the a wrench fight, fight but me. they also catapult out of two buildings, like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, three yeah, buildings. That <laughs> yeah, that does happen a lot. Yeah. And there were so many things where, like, Vin Diesel seems like he's got a plan, but his plan is just literally drive into it. Yeah, <laughs> he does yeah. Like, three times it happens. What uh, like chicken with Statham twice, and then driving the, the off, off the, the cliff, off the yeah. cliff. I'm like, that's not a plan. That's a Hope it works. Yeah. Like, and everyone's well, always yeah. okay. Ugh, His right, plan yeah. there is like, Shake it off. it's reinforced. Yeah. 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 Was it a roll bar here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Come on. <laughs> I like that that's like, that that was just it, though. Like, that they rolled it down the hill, and they're like, the whole car will just be decimated itself. But, like, yeah. it, there's People a bar. Inside. Yeah, she yeah. lost there's, a shoe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my favorite one of those plans is when he, because uh, uh, the, there's the computer nerd girl. Yeah. Uh, and uh, his his plan is because they've got to jump from the one like onto the hood of another car. Right? Yeah. And so she's got to, but she's. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. She's very scared to do that, obviously, yeah. because she's not Vin Diesel. Right. Uh, and uh, so his plan is like, uh, he's just going to throw her. Like, he's like, I'm going to count it to three and then you jump. And he goes, one, two, and then he chucks her. Yeah. Like, that's not a good plan. <laughs> like, this isn't the time where that's a good thing to do because somebody really has to be ready to grab onto the fucking windshield. Yeah. He, like, throws her and she just, like, flies. <laughs> like, yeah, but she, she wasn't ready. She does it, yeah. but I'm just like, I feel like you really gambled on that. Yeah. Yep. But, hey, <laughs> yeah. it worked out. It's a you know, great time for the big, dumb movies. That's yeah. uh, it's a, quite a little franchise there. Yeah, I cannot believe that. I cannot believe <laughs> that there are seven of these, and I really like like four of them. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I will say this one wasn't my favorite. No, no me certainly uh, not my favorite. Yeah, no, I don't I don't know which one is my favorite, but I really feel like uh, six was my favorite. Was that, the, that was the last. The yeah. last one. I feel like it's I yeah, fucking it was pretty five or, five or six. Five yeah. or six. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're all. I don't know. I could just this whole like mush, like put them yeah. all three together and just like because yeah. I don't know what happens in these movies. No, <laughs> no I don't again, know like going on. And, at all. Yeah, yeah. And, I said and, that last time. Yeah. Like uh, I was like, oh, does she have amnesia or something? Yeah. No. And oh. five, six, and seven are all similar in that they have amazing scenes, but they are all like all three of those are kind of like too long. <clears throat> yeah. There's stuff in them oh, that I'm like, way too oh long. fuck that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, between they, them all, like they all have very similar, like they're similarly structured and stuff. Yeah. yeah, especially with this one and the last one, like the the huge plane thing at the end of the last movie, which was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. But like they 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 have to top it, right? In this one, yeah. you're kind of like, ah, they didn't. Yeah. Like I feel no. like they did, and I feel like they didn't try to top it. Although again, they were really fighting against the fact that that they were padding out somebody's yeah. part because it just they weren't around enough to to yeah. to film it. So. I feel like for what they had to do, good job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, it's a it's a blast. It's yeah. A total blast. Totally. Yep. Totes uh, blast. Totes blast. Yeah. TBS well, guy. I watched uh I watched two movies, I'll only talk about one cuz uh uh we're going to roll for another one for next week, but I watched uh while we're young new Noah Baumbach oh. film. <laughs> yeah. I'm, di- I'm dying to see this. Made the trip out to the Queensway Cinema to see this one. Uh, the new, uh, I like yeah. That. I like that theater. Yeah, it's super nice. I'm actually, I don't think I'd ever seen a movie there. Um, but this is, all right, let me load it up here. Ben Stiller and Naomi Watts, the new Noah Baumbach film about a mid- middle-aged couple's career and marriage are overturned. Definitely sounded like you said a midget couple. A middle-aged <laughs> couple's career and marriage are overturned when a disarming young couple enters their lives. The young couple being played by Adam Driver and, um... Amanda Seyfried. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, yeah. So uh, I really, really like this movie. And it definitely takes a turn that, that they don't advertise in the, in the, in the, um, in the trailers. I, don't, I won't talk too, too long about it. I, I think that the, the cool thing about this movie is that it starts with, with kind... Like, I, it is kind of his most accessible and mainstream because it it starts with the kind of conceit that is sort of like a very like oh there's an age gap between these people and isn't Mm. it funny that kids are like this and older people are like this and it's kind of all expected type of humor but that's what the trailers really feel like but but i do feel like that he really does cut under to like what's going on in their characters' minds and why they're acting like that, it it could it could have very easily just been like I'm an old person and I don't like that you guys like old things that I used to like and blah 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 or you have your phones and and stuff like it, it it's very like it could have been like that yeah and but it feels like um there's a point underneath it all and it's fucking hilarious for like a like the all that stuff is hilarious like right. all of them deciding to hang out with the young couple and all the stuff that happens and they're hipsters and stuff like it doesn't matter that it's all kind of like things you've seen before because it's fucking funny man yeah um but the gist of of this uh i won't like spoil it but uh, ben stiller is like a documentary filmmaker and he's been working on this really boring looking documentary and that stuff's hilarious but it's just this like he's like it's about power and america and all this and it's it's just so funny how boring his movie is yeah. <laughs> and adam driver is this kind of like hip like guy that has a little gopro and he's filming everything making funny little like do- documentary things and and they kind of have this kind of um not like competition but he gets jealous when adam driver starts to get some attention and they decide to work together and how that his project is now kind of like usurping this one he's been working eight years on and there's all this kind of back and forth and it kind of spirals into like a movie about like documentary ethics 
um, that is not really uh, hinted at in the trailer. Yeah. Um, and and it it feels like it's about to like stumble at the end. Like it kind of becomes a little preachy. But it, it it lands well, and yeah. and it's got fucking Charles Grodin in it, um, which I had hey, no idea. Uh, I was like, well, what a treat wonderful. to see him again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and, can't remember the last thing I saw Charles Grodin. In. Yeah, and and it, it it does feel like this this movie is skirting the like oh entitled younger people and like fuck the whole generation. But I don't think it is. I can see how it could be taken that way, but I don't think it is because Ben Stiller's character is also really like like shitty you know it, well he's it, he's good at that yeah of not necessarily taking a moral standpoint mm-hmm. yeah just showing that everybody has shitty flaws yeah i, I love i i've loved and not loved noah baumbach movies. yeah mm-hmm. and this this movie i i really liked it and and it does kind of feel like it it takes a bit of a stumble at the end but it lands well i think and and i think a lot of what's going on underneath it is really interesting and and yeah hmm. ben stiller's really good at playing that kind of like you know, he's really upset about something that uh, Adam Driver did with his documentary, and he's kind of doing like a ranty like speech near the end, and and it's all coming from like his insecurities. So it's not like you fucking entitled young people, yeah. Because it's also like, well, you fucking like older guy who like you know you're just jealous, and and, yeah. and all of that really works. And Naomi Watts is really funny, and Amanda Seyfried's really good, and it's just. It, it is a little bit more of a like it didn't like I loved Francis Ha that movie like knocked yeah. me down with how good that movie is yeah, and this is a little bit more like okay it's like a comedy it's really funny you know it's not gonna punch you with like how great it is like Francis Ha did but it's it's worth seeing and it's really 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 funny see um, I didn't like I, I didn't like Francis Ha yeah I really like Greenberg like, yeah me lot. too and yeah, I feel like I feel like Greenberg because Greenberg I, I feel like shows the um the downside of being a self obsessed fuckface and I feel like uh Francis Ha kinda celebrates it a little bit. Um but uh so yeah, I didn't know where this movie was gonna fall. Yeah. And it I mean, I can see I've read some things where people said it it, it almost says like the whole generation fucked them or whatever. Yeah. And I can understand why that would be it would be seen that way and it know, does it gets really close to that yeah yeah in the way that it i feel like that's Adam not going to detract from me because that is how <laughs> i feel day to day yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and 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 yeah like i i can see that and it does it like i said it broaches really close to being that but but i think there's more going on on the outskirts with all the other characters that it doesn't feel like that's the whole point of the movie yeah yeah because it's coming from ben stiller's character so yeah I, I really liked it. How is uh, uh, that, this is this is the big question? Oh in yeah, my yeah. Mind. How was the King Ad Rock? Oh my God, uh, good, really good. Yeah, yeah. Not like surprisingly amazing, but yeah, yeah. but he's I'm surpri- I'm very funny by that because uh, there is none higher. Yeah, <laughs> he gets eleven points off the word quagmire. He he's really funny, and he's playing like kind of against type in a way because he uh-huh. like he is he looks like a real sweater guy. In yeah, the- he's like the the like older couple friends of Naomi Watts and. Um, and Ben Stiller, who who they're having a baby, and Naomi Watts and Ben Stiller like have tried and they can't, and they're kind of decided that they're not going to have a baby, and so they're very alienated from their baby friends, right. and and he's very much playing like a kind of sweatery, like used to be cool, but now I'm like you know like dad, and it's <laughs> much, really how funny. How much is how much is it Ad Rock knowing he's Ad Rock? Uh, <laughs> like I don't know. And, and going like. 
I'm I'm cool. <laughs> Not a lot. He sells it like it could be a very winking performance. No, he's, he did he a sells couple he, of good things when he was younger. So, yeah, yeah, Lost Angels. Yeah, and, uh, which is a flawed movie, but he's actually pretty good in it. Yeah. yeah. What was that, dudes? Is that, was that? <laughs> I don't know what that. Oh, was the that? like cowboy. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, even John Cryer dudes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't, I've never even heard of it. It's that. like oh, a really? it's like a cow, cowboy in the city kind of yeah, or something urban cowboy too, kind of thing. Dudes. I think he is. Dudes. Um, no, uh, Ad Rock really sells the like. Is it dudes with a Z? No. no. Okay. D u d e e s. Yeah. No, Ad Rock really sells the like. You can tell that you know his priorities have changed, and there's a little part of him in there that misses being cool because they yeah. do kind of talk about that but he, he sells it in like a funny lame way like there's one part where he asks his wife like do you have the cardboard sleeve for this Wilco CD <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> fucking perfect and she's like why what's on it and he's like oh it's just the same as this same as the cover it just slips over it <laughs> and it's really perfect oh yeah my God. it's I, I it's a it's a good movie and I'm excited to watch it again because I think it will kind of come into its own um, but it is a little more like uh it's a bit back towards something more mainstream than Francis Ha and say a Greenberg or whatever, and say maybe I, even any of his movies. It's, oh it's, wait, no, it's not dudes. It's at uh, Roadside Profits. Roadside okay. Profits. That's the one with like John Cusack and yeah, uh, yeah, John yeah, Doe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've seen that. I remember that movie. Yeah. Uh. Dudes. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, blah, 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 blah. See, but now I'm interested because, like, as you say, uh. There, there's like a whole part about like you know documentary ethics and stuff like yeah. that, and and uh, I, I assume that well you, you know what I don't want to talk I, about. It I will say it. that um, it feels like it is to me the whole documentary stuff feels like it's very not specifically but kind of obviously it it felt like they were talking about catfish. Oh, seriously? It, it felt like that was. It really feels like, oh, you presented a journey and it's not true. Like, aren't you outraged about it? Right. Kind of situation. But that's juxtaposed against the the sort of old guard of documentary yes. filmmaking, where With, everything yeah. is very uh, done by the book. And yeah. Very, mm-hmm. uh, uh, very Which is ethical. kind of represented by Charles Grodin because he is uh-huh. like a very famous uh, documentarian, and he's uh, Naomi Watts' dad. And so, like, there's a lot with Ben Stiller about, like, I didn't want to accept anybody's help. Like, I can do this myself, sort of, like, stubbornness. Right. And so there's all that stuff going on. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I am going to uh, try to watch this movie. Is and, it? Uh, I guess it's just in theater. Yeah, right? yeah. And, um, I and watch it it, like, week. it has all that, but it also has, like, an extended scene where, like, a bunch of people puke, and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, a, like, it is a little more kind of down the middle of the road but there's stuff in there and i'm ex- i would like to see it again to kind of sort all of it out yeah yeah so wow. definitely check it out i'm yeah i'm insanely excited about it well um yeah. i'm really excited to hear about uh, paul blart too mall blart uh, paul blart <laughs> paul blart mall blart yeah so you went to <laughs> see this blart. film let I me saw paul mart yeah. <laughs> um let me get this up here if i just type in blart is it <laughs> paul blart mall cop 2 the first film being Paul Blart Mall Cop. Uh, Vegas has a new high roller. After six years of keeping our malls safe, Paul Blart has earned a well-deserved vacation. He heads to Vegas with his teenage daughter before she heads off to college, but safety never takes a holiday. And when duty calls, Blart answers. Kevin James as Blart. Also safety starring... Safety never takes a holiday? This Apparently. Shouldn't it shouldn't be like danger never takes... Yeah. So you've got to... 
Yeah, and but listen, say, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, you know what? <laughs> don't worry about it. All right, because so, I'm going to right now. I'm going to be largely talking about how uh, I saw this movie at the Carlton. Yeah, yeah. which uh, listeners and uh, Torontonians will know uh, is a smelly crap hole. <laughs> yeah, well, Greg, well, you said that you saw it alone, and we were walking up uh, to record, and yeah. Greg remarked that you're never alone in the. No, you're uh, never truly alone in the Carlton <laughs> because either people will uh, they wander in at any time. Wander in. Movie. Or you'll be uh, accompanied by a stench, as yeah. I said. Yes. Well, yeah. That, that, <laughs> there was nobody in this movie uh, for the entire time. Okay. The entire time. That's, that's what I want. Fucking that's great. That has never happened to me once. <laughs> I've no, come really close, but the... always some jerk-off rolls in. I'm like, yeah. God damn it. Yeah, and it just ruins it. And maybe he sits way in the corner or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's in there. He's in there. <laughs> uh, and But no, not yeah. even once. The <laughs> entire time. Awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> It was awesome, and you know what? I it made me enjoy Malblart to uh, the most I think I possibly could. <laughs> yeah, sure. That said, I did not enjoy Malblart two. <laughs> so um, t- tell us about this Rotten Tomatoes zero percent film. Zero. I'd rather I'd rather talk more about how I had the whole theater to myself <laughs> because that is the only notable thing that happened yeah. in my entire experience. It's exactly what you think it would yeah. be. Mm-hmm. Like, the, there, every shot, if you were to describe it to somebody and they were to storyboard it, like, just draw it out, it would, you draw this movie perfectly. Yeah. Uh, because it's, uh, well, okay, maybe not. Maybe no. there was a couple things. Uh, I didn't expect his mom to get run over by a car. Oh, what? Uh, in the first five minutes. And I was like, uh, am I going to like this And movie? die? <laughs> oh, yeah, she dies. Whoa. She gets smoked oh. by a truck and dies. Whoa. Um, right after he... Uh, because, okay, this movie completely destroys the, the, the first one, which I haven't seen, uh, but you don't really need... You know, he's a mall cop who saves the day yeah, and yeah. gets the girl and marries her. Yeah. Uh, well, this movie immediately, you know, they get married, and then, you know, six days later, she's like, oh, I don't want to be married to you, you suck, and then she leaves. Whoa. So it, it just completely destroys, you know, like everything that it's built up uh, from the first I movie. I cannot stand it when sequels do that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it, and it could not be done in a more cheap, uh, uh, just, just obvious way. Well, they're just setting up that eventually he'll find either... He'll get back with her or a new love, right? Or, or uh, well, you would think, yes. Okay. But they they don't actually really do that. They they kind of sides they sidestep the the love interest uh, uh, thing, sort of. Um, because he loves his segue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, well, it's more about a movie about. Well, it tries to be a movie about him and his daughter. Okay. Uh, he's got a daughter, and she's uh, gets accepted into UCLA, and it's about him. Well, it's supposed to be about him letting go and and dealing with the fact that she's, uh, you know, getting older and growing up and that he he doesn't like to be alone. But it doesn't show these things. It just tells these things every once in a while. Mm. It just kind of goes, now, remember, he doesn't like to be alone and uh, she's going to UCLA, okay? Does everyone remember that? Okay, cool. Uh, And that's that's the only way that they actually deal with things like that. Yeah. See, if you're going to do that, do it like... Fast uh, Furious 7 did it. Have Kurt Russell come in and tell you what's going on. Uh, yeah. That's they, much more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> they don't do that at all. Yeah. Um, more movies need that. Every single frame that Kevin James is on screen, which is every single frame, uh-huh. uh, he is trying so hard that it's exhausting. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, every line he delivers is wacky and and like is just fucking chock full of his cloying, desperate sense of humor. Um, and, and and it's not as hard to watch as I thought it would be. It's just there, I, I'm just like there, there's no point yeah. to watching this. Yeah. This isn't even yeah. uncomfortable. It's just it's just something that's happening it's in front not, of my face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like sitting through a bad sitcom, waiting for like The Simpsons or something to start. Yeah, like, all right, I like, can do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like I'm here. I have love to Raymond. I have to be <laughs> oh. here, and. Um, I have the theater to myself. <laughs> well, like, like uh, more often than watching the movie, I looked around and like, hey, kind of go, I have my phone out right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm texting on my phone. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking out loud right now. <laughs> now, uh, that was that was the biggest novelty. Uh, and again, I can't stress enough how great that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, the, there's one. There's one thing that I genuinely laughed out loud at. Yeah, and it was uh, the way he delivered a line that was just so unnecessary, and it was a line that knew it was unnecessary, and that's why it was funny. And he and his delivery of it was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, but but otherwise, there's this whole uh, uh, plot about how there's this guy who's stealing art from the hotel that he's. Staying in who's art? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you made it into a name. Yeah, yeah. it's a guy. I was gonna say <laughs> it's a guy. Yeah, it's I was gonna be like because everybody knows that that hotels they put all the, a lot of their money into getting great art. Well, yeah. now this is a hotel that has like Van Gogh's um, <laughs> sunflowers. And, yeah, and uh, uh, like it, this thing, this it's a hotel that has priceless works of art, just which, hanging in like rooms or somewhere else. No, just just like in the <laughs> okay. lobby and stuff like that. And I'm like. I want to think this is dumb, but I don't know enough about Las Vegas hotels. Maybe they yeah, do maybe have one, all this yeah. art. Maybe I'm the dumb one, so I'm going to let it go. I uh, feel like it's dumb. Uh, it's probably dumb. But, yeah, this this movie is just Kevin James the movie. Yeah. You So you, you watched Grown Ups 2, and, and yeah. your your kind of takeaway from Grown Ups 2 was like... You're peep, the Kevin James. Yeah. Guy. I'm the Kevin James slash Tyler Berry. Yeah. And, and your kind of takeaway was um, people like this. You saw it with a lot of people that were laughing, and yeah. and good good on them. Yeah. Is right. that your, your take now with, with this one? Well, no, because I was in the theater by myself, you see. <laughs> so you were just like, fuck this So movie. I didn't have a barometer for what the regular people, I don't Joe, think people want this one. I don't think this one's going to do well. No, no, no. You know, like, I, I did have that feeling of, like, I don't even think that dumb people are going to go into <laughs> this. Even yeah. with a tagline, like, always bet on Blart? Uh, he even says that at one point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I would actually say maybe maybe see it just to see if if you think you like what Kevin James does, <laughs> see this movie and see why you actually don't. Okay, because it's just it's it's kind of sad. You don't hate him. Yeah, you just kind of feel sorry for him. Sure. Cause God <laughs> bless him. He's trying. Yeah. yeah. Uh. But uh. But yeah. Otherwise. I, I feel like I, I saw the first one, too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so if you haven't seen the first one, see this one. Yeah, just, <laughs> just see this one, and you've seen both of them. Although I do actually have the feeling that the first one has more life in it than this one. This is yeah. a very this is a very It seems movie. like a why bother situation. Yeah, like, it's years later. I feel like I saw some of the first one on cable back when I had it. 
Just like, Which means you saw the whole thing problem. more than once. <laughs> over and over. <laughs> yeah. He was my Mr. Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Well, that's uh, that's our movie talk. Let's uh-huh. get into the yeah, album. Yeah. I, I was the Punisher last week, yeah. and I gave you guys an album from 2004 called Israel Boy by the band Say Anything. I had a much more visceral reaction. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I gave you guys this album because it's... Um, my thinking was I could give you just like a Blink One Eighty Two three chord thing, uh, and then you mm-hmm. and I could know one hundred percent that you're going to hate it, and mm-hmm. and I thought I should give something more, uh, like like not out there, but just something that I don't didn't know what the reaction would be, but I f- had a good idea that it would be uh, uh, highly negative. negative. Now, um, this album was originally intended to be a rock opera. Uh, with a narrative and a cast of characters and spoken word interludes. Um, but the songwriter, uh, Max Bemis, who played everything on this album except for drums, uh, for the most part, there's some other guest vo- um, instrumentalists, but mm-hmm. uh, was overwhelmed by writing and playing all the instruments and he had an emotional breakdown uh, that was brought on by the fact that he was talking to somebody about making a mockumentary about making this album and then believed that that was already happening. And that people were following him around with cameras. Yeah, but um, I, get, I said I, I said in last uh, last episode, and immediately sort of felt bad for it because I I didn't have any frame of reference for what yeah, this yeah, music yeah. was or anything. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, it, it made me laugh that somebody would have an emotional breakdown out of something uh, mediocre. Uh, yeah, yeah, that they that they're such a mediocre talent, yeah. a medium talent that mm-hmm. uh, that t- to have. Uh, yeah, an emotional breakdown over something that was just not very good. Yeah, is comical to me, and I was like, "That's not fair." Yeah, and then I listened to this, and I'm like, "Nah, it's about right." <laughs> now, <laughs> I I have a a struggling relationship with this album because I at times very much like this album, and I at really? times very much don't like this album, and, and and I feel like I lean more to liking than I do disliking. I think. That I have a kind of struggled relationship with this album because I do think uh, it's super catchy. There are songs that really work for me, and there are ones that I absolutely despise. Uh, a few of them, mm-hmm. and and I think the thing that interests me about this album is its over ambitiousness. Uh, as somebody who is working in a genre that's just kind of like punk, indie, emo kind of blender of stuff that isn't really innovative, but like. Obviously, he had something that he wanted to do, but I did want to give you guys this album because I thought it was going to be really a, a discussion more than just like you fucking gave me Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, because I think that there's a like, so, like, like I, I described it as a guy who went to college and discovered a thesaurus, and I yeah. think that's exactly what a lot of this sounds like. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a guy who's really worked on his vocabulary but has nothing to say. Yeah, uh, I I I have to say. I couldn't get through an entire song all at once. (laughs) (laughs) And and I didn't. Yeah. Uh, Like, I I listened to the whole thing, but I couldn't get through a whole song. I was so embarrassed by this album. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's why I was saying, like, it's kind of a guilty pleasure, but kind of not, because I I, I really like a lot of stuff on this album, and and I get through, like, a good chunk of this album straight through uh just enjoying like some of the the melodies and the and the hooks and stuff but but there are things that i'm listening to and i'm like oh boy do i not like this and why do i like it though (laughs) like and, and i've had albums like that yeah uh and and like one of so the, I I understand that feeling. Yeah, 
And I, I was and just I can like, see how you could get that yeah. get that from this because technically, it, I mean, it it's so syrupy and yeah. so overtly uh manipulatively yeah. melodic yeah but i don't think that he thinks he's doing that i think that he thinks that he is songwriting yeah well it's very theatrical and and one of the things that i picked this album for do you remember a for, band called panic at the disco yes is this one of their albums no like, but this <laughs> is very, what they do well, right i would say they are even more uh even less i should say um like attempting like i feel like they are theatrical in the sense that like my chemical romance or like let's wear like makeup and dance around and be and then i feel like this is theatrical in the like well the songs while they aren't like brilliantly written like the some of the songs will just like change to something else for a while and it's like oh at least he's like it's not like blink 182 where it's those three chords it is a little bit like an attempt at and and reaching for something outside of his grasp and that's why i find it but fascinating that's what that's what it feels like it feels like a very contrived attempt okay well it, then it i'll give you a panic of the disco album someday and, you, know, <laughs> and yeah. you can see i wish yeah. i hadn't have said that but that's that's what this album it, it feels like somebody who is not as smart as they think yeah. they are and somebody who uh we talked about elvis costello on on uh, uh imperial bedroom yeah on time bandits not to do a crossover here <laughs> but we talked about how he will force a song to do something yeah. where you're like oh d- d- i didn't expect the song to do that and it's jarring but i trust him as a musician yeah this feels like a musician doing that that very same thing but having no idea how to do that thing so it'll just he'll just kick a song a a different way and um and and there will be he will not have built up the goodwill yeah to make a song go that way Mm -hmm. uh so it's very rapey yeah like it's very uh uh like oh oh no no like i don't i don't believe you and i don't like what you just did yeah the thing that 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 gets me the most negatively about this album is uh a song like the closer, admit it, which I absolutely admit hate. It, uh, sorry, admit it. Exclamation, uh, exclamation point, yeah. point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! And exclamation I point. and I hate that um, that song because uh, it's so wrong. It, it thinks it's being like insightful about like hipsterism, and I know that he thinks like I got in on the ground floor at hating like mm-hmm. hipsters, but it just feels like. And and and, he, and the thing that he tries to do on this album is that he tries to do things where he launches criticisms at things and then turns them on himself, which I think works on a song like um, Yellow Cat slash Red Cat. But on this oh, song, it's like when it. he turns it around on him, I'm just like, no, fuck you. Like, you yeah. think you're cool that you've, mm-hmm. like, shot down people that like thrifting or people that yeah. like, you know, talking about, like, like you are one of these people, yeah. you fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and there's a point where, like, like a one big p- part of hipsterism is being self-aware about it. And, yeah. And oh, well, we hate it too, so we're in on the joke. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're all a little bit like that. I mean, I, I have hipstery things that I do and and that I enjoy, and and I go, oh, fuck me for doing this or being this, but I still enjoy being that thing, so I just be that thing. Yeah. Well, but because hip- hipsterism is still just the nineties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all, all we, it, it is. It was thrifting and not liking anything. That yeah. was the nineties. Yeah. But. 
but still liking things that are genuinely good. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I don't care how many people hate bacon or sriracha. I still have those things on a regular basis because, know what? They're delicious. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, I don't wear little scarves or anything because I don't like that. But, you know, there's a lot about it, about, you know, the whole hipster culture and stuff like that. Yeah. That is just genuinely fun and cool. Sure. Yeah. Some so, things are fine. Yeah. Um. So so to turn that much vitriol, so to be that thing, and then to turn so much vitriol on it, like by going like this, look at how against it I am. I'm yeah. the coolest of all. And of I you. hate you're not. You don't have the sense of humor about it that you need to have in order yeah. to seem like a normal human being. You just seem like a fucking. I just idiot. hate that he turns it on himself in that song, and where he's like, I'm no better or whatever. But like, does it in a way where I'm like, well, then fuck you. Why did I listen yeah, to you? Yeah. 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 Well, I, so I'll chime in here because I haven't. Uh, I actually didn't really have the worst time listening okay. to this. See, this I was wondering because I was like, "How is this going to go?" Because I do uh, think that there's, for me, as stuff far in as here. this kind of music goes, and this, you know, with the emo stuff and the pop punk yeah. stuff, I think it is fairly well put together, yeah. and it is rather ambitious. And in a bunch of the songs, I do believe the guy. I don't yeah. really. Now that being said, I will never listen to yeah, this. Again. Yeah, <laughs> under any circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> but while I was listening to it, I was like good for you yeah this guy is trying his balls off yeah i think at the same time this album is fucking exhausting <laughs> yeah because of that because yeah. it's so why but why is that a good thing why is it good that somebody tries so hard because a- I, I think he's trying really hard and he gets what he's trying to do he does a few times yeah it's it's in a genre i don't give a fuck about yeah and it's delivered in a way i don't really care about but a couple of these songs like belt yeah and yeah, yellow cat. I don't really like it, but I th- think he gets what I, he wants to do. I yellow think, cat slash yeah. or like writhing south, which uses all yeah. kinds of uh, imagery and like fake metaphors yeah. from nineties rock. Yeah, like, yeah I remember why all of this shit worked. You know, fucking Polynesian yeah. and all this. Yeah, like all right, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. But whatever. But okay, like, <laughs> I get I get it in like a way. Yeah, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's uh, there's things here that I'm like, yeah, I get why somebody. This is this is somebody's favorite album. I yeah. Guarantee. Oh, a lot of people. You know. Oh, album. oh, yeah, yeah. And 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 somebody had a very close relationship yeah. with and this I album. Totally know why. I never will, and I just it's just yeah. not my thing. It just isn't my thing. But I think it's really pretty well put together. Yeah. Even though right. it gets out of control at times, like "Whoa" is like the most. Unfortunate Muppet song. Ever, you know? <laughs> I go. I really 90% like. Ninety percent of this album is yeah. unfortunate Muppet. Songs. Yeah, <laughs> maybe this and, album and, should be called unfortunate. And I Muppet think there's songs. something about that that I like, and I can I, I, can, I can really respect some of the hooks. Some I, of the hooks. I'm like that is a. I fucking, agree. I, that's solid what, hook. That's what I, keeps I, I me coming back. I found the 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 melodic nature of this album so. Uh, ham-fisted and manipulative mm. that and yeah. yet yet like I don't necessarily blame the guy because I think he thinks he's doing something important or I think yeah. he or maybe he just was trying super hard to write a hook yeah uh, yeah, yeah because well, that's the thing that, that, for, for me ham-fisted and manipulative is pop music like yeah. Like oh see I don't think that not I all think... pop music but I think a good like one of the reasons why I like a real good guilty pleasure pop song is just like here's the fucking melody and they did it four times and then I wanted them to do it one more time and they did it one more time <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's just like whatever man well I'm not talking about about an obvious melody I'm, yeah I'm talking about pouring so much saccharine sentiment and uh, uh and contrived emotion into something and. Uh, convincing yourself that that that's that 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 uh, that overrides the truth. Uh, like when, when you're 
when you're it, like it's it's this style over substance <laughs> thing. Like you're writing, you're you're pouring so much style into something that there's no room for. Uh, like, and I'm not talking about the truth necessarily of the the lyrics. Yeah, uh, the lyrics are a completely separate thing, and I I really dislike the lyrics on this album too. It's it's melodically, it's you're pouring too much when you're not you're not letting the song write itself. Yeah, you're writing the fuck out of a song, and yeah. to do that does a complete disservice to songwriting. Yeah, and I'm not going to say that this album should never exist yeah, because yeah. I don't think any album shouldn't exist. I think <laughs> every album should exist because it exists in a positive light for somebody. Yeah, but this album—that's that's why this album offends an idiot like me, <laughs> uh, uh, because I well overthink things like yeah. this, and it, and, and, it gets, and and I get extremely offended. Yeah, by it. it gets twisted too when you claim like, oh, like like what of this album is him trying to write a story, and what of it is him just like. Oh, masking I don't know what own. the story is. Yeah. I know this is a concept album. Yeah, but I you know I didn't really. There isn't really. I didn't really check out the lyrics no. too deeply. He, but I did because I did find how I listened to this affected how I was able to swallow it. When I was listening to it over speakers, like when I was doing work at the bar, if if it was on in the room with me while I did things, yeah. that's when I was like, okay, yeah, I can appreciate some stuff about this. But then when I listened to it with headphones on, there was no... Yeah. Then it was like, just There's no buffer. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, and I only ever listened to it with headphones on. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was like, only like, ever like paying attention room, to then it. Then I was like, I kind of would pick things out and go like, oh, that part's all right. Yeah. This is a, that's a fucking decent riff. Yeah. I like how that's produced there or whatever, you know, yeah. like something going on. Or, well, no, this is a terrible idea. What are you doing? <laughs> is it the same album? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for me, like, I can get through a good half of this album. I feel like for me the last couple songs i just yeah, i, I bought them out the end, i yeah. bought them out because yeah. oh, like man i was listening to it on Groove shark at work at one point and it went into the or maybe on youtube and it went into the deep cuts of was a real boy oh yeah and i heard some of those songs and they are really bad <laughs> <laughs> they're really really bad yeah there's that sex, well, sex song that yeah was, uh, wow i can something sex yeah too and <laughs> fucking that's a bad song. I'm glad it's that like, you at least experienced doing? that. What the fuck is this? He's never made anything. There's some songs like some B-side stuff that I like after this, but there's he's never made an album again that I even care about in mm-hmm. even an out. And is and band still a band or is he He's still he a band, yeah. yeah. He just put out an album that's like all there's no guitars, it's all orchestra and it's just like okay. Oh, again, yeah. see that <laughs> fucking totally lends into my whole <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. Like, but I, like, I can. Get, I don't want to. I hate talking about music, and yet I do yeah. love it. I can get to the through the first nine songs, uh, and and ten to thirteen or whatever. I'm just like, I don't fucking care anymore, yeah. man. Yeah. But I, re- I actually like you. I really like Yellow Cat, Red Cat. There's something about yeah. that song that I just, it, I just think I think that's the best song on the album. <laughs> I think it's the only one that works lyrically, sound wise. I just think it's. For me, it's really good, and I think well, it's the only yeah, time and, and that he turns the lyrics on himself I that think, feels true. I think with also you giving us so many terrible pop punk albums over the years, yeah, that this this was an example of like at least trying, yeah. <laughs> Whereas the, like, those ones, other ones are just a relentless samey sameness that yeah. just beats me in the face with like the same kind of a stupid over and over yeah, yeah and no, at least I, there was a variety of things yeah. i didn't like <laughs> for, for me like that's I, what i was, that's what know, I was going not for not just uh things i didn't like something yeah. i was like this is fine or if i you know if i was like 16 or 17 when this came out 
then I I probably would have liked some of it. Yeah, See, or been I, susceptible to I actually some had of it. The, I actually had the thought I'm. So glad I wasn't 16 when this album <laughs> oh, came out yeah, because yeah. if I was affected by this album, uh, uh, like because I, I was much more susceptible, obviously. Sure. Uh, so if I was affected by an album like this, I would hate to think the kind of music that I, <laughs> that I would be creating. I would be the worst. Um, but uh, but but yeah, actually, that that Yellow Cat, Red Cat, Green Light Go or whatever that <laughs> song is. Was the is the absolute culmination for me of of I, I can't listen to this. This is crawling up my spine, yeah. and it's making me feel physically nauseous. I kept uh, flashing to uh, uh, sort of the last quarter of uh, Clockwork Orange, where he's had the conditioning mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. Uh, uh, anything violent or sexual uh, makes him uh, physically ill, and, yeah. and 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 gives him like this immediate <laughs> flu uh, yeah. like fluishness, and that's that's how this album started to make me feel. Yeah, well. I'm glad that I got both things that I wanted out of this by giving this album to you guys. Because I gave it thinking, like, either they're going to find some things, okay, you know, like, they tried to switch it up, like, it's, it fucking sucks, but I can see it, like you said, and, and and like, be able to at least think about it, like, okay, it's not just, like, the, the, the four power chords, they're trying something. Yeah. And, and then also, maybe they're going to be, like, especially because of his voice and, and his lyrics, I knew that, like, this has the potential to be really uh, venomous for you guys. Yeah. And I'm glad I got that too. <laughs> I got the best of both worlds. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is an album that every once in a while, like a, every year I'll, I'll throw on, I'll get through most of, and then I turn off and, and it is really, um, uh, a bass pleasures thing for, for me, just like some of the guitar stuff, some of the um, melodies. I just, I'm like, I go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then I struggle with like I really don't like how, how most of the stuff they sing, but once in a while I do. So, but why? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my that yeah. Was an interesting experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's Casey, yeah, you saw Paul Blart. Yeah, you listened to your favorite band say anything. Uh, yes. And uh, now you get to lob an album back at us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so I was. Uh, so sometimes what I'll do is. Uh, like on my phone, you know the the Play Store, the the Android yeah, Play Store. Yeah. Uh, there's like uh, the music store kind of thing that yeah. you. So so I'll just flip through that. That's how I gave you guys that Jack Johnson album. Yeah, great. Um, so I was flipping through that, and I was like, uh, "What's a, 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 a you know going through the the new releases, the new releases. and stuff?" And um, and there's a new uh, Kendrick Lamar album. Yeah. And, mm. and I was like, I don't really know that much about him. Maybe I'd like to listen along with that. But then you found then, something else. <laughs> and then, well, and then I, I remember hearing somebody ask Kendrick Lamar who, who his favorite rapper. Oh, Earl Sweatshirt. Who the best rapper is right now. And Earl Sweatshirt. And I was like, yeah. Earl Sweatshirt has a new album. Yes, out. he does. Uh, uh, and I bet that's probably pretty Yeah, it's called I Don't Like Things I Don't Go Outside. <laughs> it's called, uh, yeah, like uh, things are shit. I don't like I don't, shit. I don't, I don't go like outside. Shit, I don't yeah, go yeah. outside. Which I'm like, I love the sentiment already. <laughs> Um, and I'm like, all right, well, let me dig a little bit further. Uh-huh. And I went into uh, genres. Oh, great. And, and then I went into the genre of uh, comedy music. And I was like, there has to be something in here that's just god awful. Because uh, I did want to give you guys something god awful. So I did. Um, or, or maybe not, because yeah. I never heard this. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't know what Ninja Sex Party is. Okay, But I got to figure that a band, a comedy band, who calls themselves Ninja Sex Party... Probably ha- and has songs. Uh, first of all, the album is called NSFW. Oh, great! Which uh, not safe for work. Yeah, uh, it's got al- uh, It's got songs like uh, "No Reason Boner." 
Um, oh, have you, you seen can, photos of... Th- you can do us uh, three minutes of ecstasy, except my shaft. Have you seen this uh, photo of them? Yeah, that's the cover. <laughs> so... Uh, if if you look at look at that and then listen to the mm. the names of the songs and everything, this is be did exhausting. you listen to any of it? You can no, I didn't listen to a word of it. You <laughs> can get you can really feel like what the sense of humor is going to be. Did you know that their names in the band were Danny Sexbang and Ninja Brian? No, but Danny Sexbang is kind <laughs> oh, of all right. Their uh, their their videos have been featured on the front page of Funnier Die College Humor uh, mm. and have played Upright Citizens Brigade. Uh, and some more. I feel like you can rent out yeah. uh, Upright Citizens Brigade <laughs> yeah. no matter what you do. Yeah. Maybe this is good. Maybe there's a, there's an underlying cleverness that I didn't get because I wanted to stay as far away from it as possible because I think it's going to be a really irritating and stupid thing to listen yeah, to. Yeah. Listen well, their their single off this album is called Dinosaur Laser Fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, like... It's just that, like, we're going to put three words together that shouldn't be together, and then that's going to be why this song is funny. I feel like it's going to be a lot of that. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad you didn't give us their other album, Strawberries and Cream. Yeah, I saw that. With songs like FYI, I Want to F Your A. Let's just let that. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's just let let that, that how unfunny that is, sit in. (laughs) Uh, Do you guys know the band um, Steel Panther? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have uh, the yeah. um Yeah, oh, uh, anyway, they they're very sort of in the the LA comedy scene yeah. and 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 are sort of adjacent to um legitimate people. Yeah. yeah. Uh but I feel like this is going to be very much like that yeah. where they they think they're a lot more clever than they are and they Yeah. Get to hang out with people they shouldn't be hanging out with. I will now, say, you know, according to my fucking I'm, stupid. I'm looking standards. at all these titles and none of them are funny. But let's get this terrible party started. Is kind of funny. To That's me. actually all right. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I think Danny Sexbang is. Uh, uh, there's something about that I enjoy. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll see. Oh man. Oh, the these titles are awful on yeah. this album. It just looks like I uh, can't wait to hear track six. If we were gay. Oh man! Like th- that's this, gonna, I'm, there's no way that's not hilarious. This seems like an <laughs> album <laughs> that bros would, would be like. No, it's really yeah. edgy stuff. Yeah. Like you kind of got to get into it because, like, you know, I'm not fucking gay or nothing. Yeah. But this song like pretends like if you were gay, yeah, and it doesn't mean you are gay. <laughs> but that's why it's edgy. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> but then I see puppies. Don't in worry space. about it, ogre. <laughs> I see a song title called Puppies in Space, and I think of Perry Grip and maybe and like that album I gave you guys that I was feel all like it's not going to be as subtle as parent <laughs> <laughs> all right well great yeah have fun no. i feel like it's just going to be a really irritating bro can i see yeah. your can i see your phone because i'm gonna delete uh, google play store off of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really has fucked you guys yeah. over in a couple well of ways. i do the same thing on audio when i'm scrolling through and i'm like three days grace just put out a new album <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I thought I thought maybe that was going to be it. Like, oh, sorry, to, sorry to do the thing where I where I bait you with a couple of good albums yeah. and then yeah. pull go yeah. listen to the new Kendrick Lamar. It's not the first time I've done that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. album yeah. is great. Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah. Uh, it's better than the uh, the the previous one, which kind of didn't have all the promise of his uh, demo tapes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how much promise there is on "Not Safe for Work." Yeah, but and, and uh, again, just what an obvious name yeah. for. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this comedy might be not safe for work. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't play this at work. Uh, <laughs> <That> boner. <laughs> uh, 
All right, well, let's roll the dice. Okay. All right, let's roll. What are we rolling for, Dan? Well, Casey, <laughs> as I load it up, we are rolling for X Machina. This is the writer uh, debut, directorial debut of writer Alex Garland, uh, who works with Danny Boyle a lot. Mm-hmm. Is also a novelist. He wrote The Beach um, and uh, wrote 28 Days Later, among mm-hmm. and Sunshine and a lot of stuff. I love Sunshine. Yeah, with uh, Oscar Isaac and Dom Hall Gleason that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, stacked cast. Mm-hmm. And now uh, I didn't realize until very recently that Dom Hall Gleason is Brendan Gleason's uh, son. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know either. Mm-hmm. He's really good in Frank and and About Time. Yes, and I feel uh, like he's see, been I, doing a lot of work. I didn't care for him, or I didn't not care for him in Frank. I just thought he was pretty utilitarian. Okay. Um, this film is about a young programmer who is selected to participate in a breakthrough experiment in artificial intelligence by evaluating the human qualities of a breathtaking female AI. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we yeah. go. And the loser. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, loser yeah. is going to see... What's the name of that one? Forgetful. Age I don't know. of Adeline. Age uh, of Adeline. Yeah. yeah. So, um, romantic comedy about a woman who doesn't age and therefore is afraid to let uh, people into her life that will discover her yeah, secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> kind of doesn't want the commitment. Layers. Uh-huh. Um, I just don't want to yeah. see this at all. <laughs> Blake Lively can't get older. Oh no. Yeah. And and I was saying this to you guys on the thread and everything. I've seen Blake Lively in more than one thing. Yeah, he's and savages. I could not pick her out of a crowd. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know who she is or what. It's like oh, got. the curse of being trapped in my twenty-five-year-old body. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm yeah. gonna be. Fucking hot forever. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll never gain weight. Casey. Is rolling. Here we go. That's a four. All right. I've rolled an eight. Mm. Fuck. Four and eight. It's anyone's game here. Greg has to get over four. That's an eight. All right. No. You lose, Casey. All right. Yes. (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> and we will be back next Maybe week. Maybe this will be the one where I finally figure out who Blake, <laughs> Blake Lively is. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll be back next week with those two reviews and Ninja <laughs> Fart Party or whatever it was called. <laughs> Ninja Fart Party. <laughs> Already better. Ninja, yeah, don't, don't yeah, give it yeah. a better name than it has. Boner yeah. fart jokes. <laughs> uh, but for now, we are going to get right on into 90210. Oh, yeah, Relay. Let's do it. All right, let's get into Beverly Hills 90210 Season 3. Oh, man. Greg, this week you watched an episode. I did. What number episode was it? Four. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Four. Episode four. What's it called? Sex Lies and Volleyball slash Photophonie. Oh, man, (laughs) man. Uh, As a reminder, we have all never seen 90210. No. uh, And we're all watching it for the first time and relaying the the episodes back. We say that a lot to the point where it really sounds like we're overcompensating. Now, we're grown men. We're we're never never, never seen 90210. Yeah. I don't know if people got that for a while when we were doing it. Yeah. Yeah, Let's watch it again. (laughs) Tell each other about it. If... (laughs) 
if there is a moral story to the episodes, mm-hmm. uh, which we I will, feel like there aren't yeah. anymore. I feel like now yeah, we should no. just try and tally yeah. the uh, moral offenses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, scale of one to ten. Yeah. <laughs> How terrible was that? Yeah. How many crimes against humanity did you witness in this episode? <laughs> if we do run into any self containers uh, episodes, we'll we'll try and do a pass, not pass. But I feel like yeah. we're out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, we're just woods. into the soap opera. Yeah. Now, I was just, I how offended were we by the hairstyles? Yeah. All, All right. right. Sex, lies, and volleyball slash photo fini. Photo fini. And we are still in the summer episodes, of course, because this show is so popular. They had to add six extra episodes to every season yeah. to show during the summertime because people couldn't get enough. So... It starts at the beach club where Brandon works, and Brandon and Steve are talking about all the hard body babes <laughs> that thought, they're gonna. They huh? said the peach club. The peach club. I'm like, yeah. wait, is it called it's the peach club? Peach pit after dark. Is everywhere he works beach related? <laughs> um, Brandon and Steve are talking about all the hard bodied babes that they're gonna fucking get to see during the volleyball tournament that's going on there. And Steve is like, I'm going to win this tournament. Yeah. And I'm going to get all the babes. Yeah. Brandon's like, sweet guy. And they do their little snappy thing they do. I love the, I love their secret handshake. Yeah. <laughs> did you, when you guys were in high school, did you guys have secret handshakes with dudes? <laughs> I'll never tell. Uh, well, there was a secret, yeah. so I have no right to ask you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have no right. <laughs> uh, so then there's a girl and... Uh, uh, she comes uh, and Steve's like, "Hey, you interested in volleyball?" And she's like, "Sports are stupid." And he's like, "Why?" And she's like, "What's that awesome music?" And he's like, "Ah, there's a nerd in that cabana." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> waiter, there's a nerd in my cabana. <laughs> uh, you got your nerd in my cabana. <laughs> You've got cabana on my nerd. <laughs> uh, so uh, she's more interested in the music, and she goes and checks it out. And inside this cabana is David playing keyboards and dancing like an idiot. And uh, she's like, "Wow, you got some moves!" And he's like, "Oh!" And she's like, "Did you do you know I want your sex?" And he's like, "What?" He's like, you know the George Michael song. And he's like, Ugh. And she's like, "You remind me of him." And he's like, "Wonderful." <laughs> anyway, then in France. Uh, Brenda and Meathead are watching juggling. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we went in France. Right. Now, there's someone with them in France. Who is that lady? Anyone uh, know? What? There's someone with, there's a third person. Is she the same age as them? I don't Yeah, an adult pretending to be a teenager? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, like, is she an exchange student as well? She's, I don't know. Because there was, like, there were these three girls. Remember the uh, the Southern girl? Or the yeah, Texas no, she's, girl? She's, yeah. No, I don't know not, if she was that. She's a brunette. Yeah, I think uh, she's one of the other exchange. Okay, well, she's just, yeah, she, I didn't know. I just kind of forgot what you told me. And yeah. I was like, who's this fucking woman and why does she have so much to say with them? Yeah. Um. So, all right, they're watching juggling, and Brenda is flirting with the street juggler, and uh, <laughs> you do. in French, right? And oh, then they walk man. away, and Donna's like, "You guys just talking French all the time, and I don't speak French." And Brenda's like, "Cause you don't try. You just gotta try a little bit, and you'll figure it out." Yeah, that's, that's how you, how do you it. learn. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh," and so they go into a bistro, and Donna tries to order a uh, like a croissant in French, <laughs> and the woman calls her an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're you? not wrong. Bam. You might be a bitch, but you're not wrong. Croissant is croissant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, she ended so, up getting cow brains again. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Damn it. But they get outside, and Brenda's like, hey, at least you stood up for yourself in there. And she's like, yeah. And she starts eating her pastry. Nom, nom, nom. And while she's... <laughs> 
Well, she does that. Somebody starts taking pictures of her. So it's like her like eating a pastry. You're like, um, and something like a, and she turns into a photo. They do that a lot. And, uh, and then the woman walks up to her and says, uh, you should, have you, do you have any modeling experience? And she's like, what? My boss wants to meet you. And back at the beach, Dylan and Kelly flirt. I wrote jelly instead of Kelly. <laughs> Dylan and jelly flirt. <laughs> I don't think you're ready the for old it. jelly flirt. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, they flirt with each other and they discuss being volleyball partners for the volleyball tournament. Steve Bad and idea. Brandon are stoked about all the babes oh, man. they're going to get from running the tournament. They do their little snappy finger thing. Oh, man. Again? Again. They do it like crazy in this episode. <laughs> and, and then a girl comes up to the booth to sign up for... Uh, volleyball, and she's the captain of her varsity volleyball team. She needs a partner. She wants to win. Steve's like, I'm your man. And she's like, okay. Then we get a montage of Steve playing volleyball. He's very good at it. Then they chat, and she's like, I'm from Minneapolis. And Brandon comes over, and he's like, what? Me too. And they chat, and sparks fly, and Steve then tells Brandon after the girl walks away, hey, man, hands off. I saw her first. And Brandon's like, no problem, guy. Then back in France, uh, it's a photo shoot with Donna. Just like for quite some time, just <laughs> pictures of Donna being taken, and I'm like, I Eating couldn't possibly be more bored. <laughs> Keep doing it. Make the noise. The camera loves you. Um, and that's it. It's just like a lot of that. Like, oh, and she's like, wow. Uh, back home, Kelly reads a postcard from France, and her and David talk about his stupid music. And she, he's like, some people like it. She's like, do you have a secret admirer? And he's like, whoop, whoop, and he leaves. Then oh. uh, later, David is working on a jam, and that girl's there, and she's kind of like singing along with it. And she's like, can I have a copy of your demo? And he's like, I don't have one. And she's like, my boyfriend's band, they, bur- uh, they had a demo, but they burned all the masters of their demo in protest to the record labels not signing them. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, this was this was also back, back when bands had fake integrity. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's great. Uh, and, then, and he's like, oh, you have a boyfriend? Wouldn't he be jealous that you're hanging out with some other guy? And she's like, no, we have an understanding. Besides, keyboard players are way hotter than drummers. And he's like, uh, is that true? I, guess, I feel guess like so. keyboard players wear a whole lot of a lot more vests. <laughs> well, actually, it's probably fifty fifty yeah. with drummers. Yeah. Uh, back in France. Uh, the f- uh, the friend girl that's hanging around uh, Brenda and Donna is giving Donna attitude. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, this uh, assistant to the photographer rolls over and is like, "Pierre needs to do another photo shoot with you." And Donna's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go." Nom, and- nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> More pastries. She's not even eating. Now. She just <laughs> walks nom, walks nom, around going nom nom nom. nom, nom. <laughs> um. So uh, she ditches uh, Brenda and the girl to go do this. Okay. Brenda's like, the volleyball tournament is on. It's going on. Dylan and Kelly win a game and they're like, yay. And he's like, what do you want to do to celebrate? And she's like, I have to babysit tonight. Do you want to come help me? And he's like, yeah. And uh, he's like, I'll come over and we'll watch Casablanca. And she's like, I don't like that movie. He's like, what? She's like, I've never seen it. And he's like, what? Uh, You'll see it. (laughs) (laughs) And so Steve and the girl play, and they also win. They're very good together. And he asks her to come to the Peach Pit, and she's like, sure. And then she's like, hey, Brandon, come to the Peach Pit too. And Steve's like, 
And then at the peach pit, she fawns <laughs> over Brandon while Steve gets sulky. And then she goes to the bathroom, and Brandon's like, what, man? She's talking to me. I don't know what to do. And Steve's like, stop being a dickhole and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon's like, I'll get the fuck out of here. And he's trying to leave, but then she stops him at the door and gets all flirty with him, and Brandon can't help but flirt back. And then she's like, call me sometime. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, Brandon goes to get some, goes to Dylan for advice. And Dylan's like, Steve's your friend, and he's, she's just some girl you don't know. Like, don't fuck your friend over. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. But then he's also like, but all's fair in love and volleyball. <laughs> and uh, so Good I was one. like, I don't, what, I don't know what we discussed. So basically, <laughs> sorry, his advice was, hey, man, don't fuck over your friend or do. <laughs> yeah, totally. Good work. Uh, so then, and then, well, because... That that he goes directly from there. Uh, Dylan does to see Kelly, okay. and they take care of the baby. And Kelly is like, "Hold the baby," and he's like, "Okay." And he's holding the baby, and there's one of the little baby monitor there. And Kelly's in the kitchen, and he's in the bedroom with the baby, and she's listening to him be adorable with the baby, and she's like, <laughs> kind of fawning, and he's like, "Hey, listen, baby, <laughs> you got yourself a real great sister and brother, but also uh, don't trust anyone." <laughs> <laughs> Like you can only count on yourself, baby. <laughs> that that is literally going to be the first thing I say to my daughter when she's born. Don't he trust, tells the baby, you can't trust shit, baby. Don't get close yeah. to anyone. <laughs> don't, hey, baby, don't love. Hey, baby, don't believe their lies. Yeah, and she's like, oh. Uh, so then, uh, where are we? In France. Brenda and the girl talk about Donna modeling, and they think she's going to be taken advantage of. Brenda smokes a cigarette. Oh. And she's like, it's wonderful. And, uh, <laughs> um, um, um. and then, yeah. <laughs> Brenda smokes and then eats a cigarette. <laughs> You're not supposed to eat it. Uh, later that night, Donna returns very late to the hotel. She was offered a contract, but it's all in French, so you're going to have to read it to me, Brenda. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> She makes some really interesting yeah. sounds in this episode. Everybody made a choice she's here. She's like, here's the contract. It's all in front. You're going to have to read it. Ow, my foot. Oh, no. No, seriously. She smacks her foot. It's like part of the scene. I'm like, what am I watching? Are they trying to do a farce again? I Remember don't know. They tried to do that once. Yeah. Um, it's a and French then she's farce. reading it, and she's like, Donna, this contract is for like two years. She's like, okay, see you in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Ow, my foot. I got to pretend to be a turkey then go to bed. <laughs> 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 uh, and back home at the volleyball tournament, Steve laughs at David for not banging Donna yet. And then he's like, you should hook up with the new girl. You look at that. Donna's probably banging French guys. And he's uh, like, what? Is that true? <laughs> oh, man. He's so gullible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but is that true? Because I'll believe anything. <laughs> Steve goes off to play volleyball, and uh, Dylan and Kelly <laughs> chat, uh, and then they've got to play Steve, and Brooke is her name, is the, okay. the lady. And uh, they flirt more than they play, Steve, uh, Dylan and Kelly, and so they lose. And then Steve asks uh, Brooke if she'll come over to his house, because his mom's out of town, and he knows where the champagne is. Oh. And she's like, no. The bubbly. And he's the like, what? You, don't, you only like me as a friend. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, is Never. it Brandon? And she doesn't really say anything. He sulks away. Oh. Back in France, uh, Brenda is giving Donna the gears. She's like, what are you doing? You can't stay here and be a model. You don't yeah. know how to speak French. You won't graduate high school. You're a piece of shit. And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then Donna's like, but this is my chance not to be the dummy. 
like, oh, well, at least you know. Uh, and she's like, I'm the, uh, you know, I don't. What she doesn't know, she, she would be the dummy anywhere. Yeah. Um, particularly in France, I think, where she doesn't know how to talk to anybody. Yeah. But they and love my catchphrase here. Ow, 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 ow. So then she I'm goes off. She's like, so take, I'm going to do it, Brenda. And then she goes to a, uh, oh, no, that's later. Sorry. And then back at the the beach club, yeah. Brandon is pits. hanging out with his parents, <laughs> and he introduces them to Brooke. And she's like, you never called. And she's like, do you want to go for a drive down the coast? And he's like, hey, Steve's my best friend. And she's like, uh, yeah, so what? <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'll go. <laughs> wow. Point taken. Yeah. And uh, Kelly walks in on David making out with the groupie girl. So oh. David was the first to cheat. That's right. David Damn. is cheating on Donna with his tongue in somebody's mouth. And uh, all because somebody and he's like, was like, Whoa. and because Kelly storms out, and David follows her, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like Donna's in France, and blah. And he's like, "But too, she's probably with French guys," and like, "You're an idiot," and blah, tells tells him to be faithful, and he's like, "Oh." And uh, then Brandon and Brooke return from their drive, and she goes in for the kiss. Brandon turns away. And she's like, ouch. And he's like, yeah, well, listen, you know, Steve. And she's like, listen, I'm not into Steve. And he's like, okay, cool. <laughs> and he just goes hard for it. And uh, then back in France, Don and the photographer are at a party. And then after the party, Pierre gets a little handsy. And Don was like, no, this wasn't in the contract. Yeah. And then he's like, go home, baby. And Whoa. she's like, I'm not a baby. And he's like, he's like, you're not my baby. <laughs> <laughs> go like, sleep in your yeah. crib and if, think about it. And if you like, were a baby... <laughs> I wouldn't nom, want the nom, baby. Nom. <laughs> and you do tend to go um, nom, 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 a lot, which made me think you were a baby. <laughs> or possibly a turkey. <laughs> turkey baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then back at the hotel, Donna returns and tells Brenda that she was right and that she threw wine on Pierre. And Brenda just says nice things to her. Then back at the peach pit, David meets the groupie, and he's like, I can't do this. I've got a girlfriend, and, uh, you know, she's in France for the summer, but she, she, we don't have a uh, open relationship like you and your boyfriend. And she's like, the only agreement my boyfriend and I have is that he gets to do whatever he wants, and I get to feel like an idiot all the time. And I finally meet somebody I like, and he's taken. And he's like, listen, you're going to meet somebody who's right for you. Here's my demo. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's that. She's gone. Uh, volleyball tournament. Steve and Brooke are in the final, but Steve's playing angry and he screws screws up. And they're losing the game, and then they take a little break. Is there halftime in volleyball? I don't know because it seems like there's one. Because Brandon comes over to talk to Steve, and he's Steve's all "fuck you," and Brandon's like "come on, man," and he's like "what would you?" And he's like I, he's like I, I told you I was gonna go for it. why'd you why'd you go after? Her? And he's like I didn't, Steve. She came after me. What would you have done? And Steve's like the same thing. And he's like, but you always get the girl, Brandon. They always like you, and it sucks. And he's like, nah, but Steve, you're so good at volleyball. <laughs> well, and he's like, yeah. Like Steve, nobody likes you, but you're good at volleyball anyway. <laughs> and listen, nobody likes volleyball either, so. <laughs> Maybe that's why nobody likes you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then Steve's like, great. And they go back to the game, and they win the game, uh, Steve and Brooke together. And then Brandon and Brooke are celebrating kind of like Hansy and Kissy, and Steve comes over, and he's like, so. Party Can I my, get in on this? Party at my house? Kind of. He's like, so, party at my house? I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> Weird, buddy. Yeah. And uh, We already have a secret handshake. Dylan and Kelly are all, like, having sparks on the beach and stuff and, like, looks at each other. 
Then David, and then we like Kelly's walking around on the beach club by herself, and David comes up to her and he's like, "Hey, look at this postcard I got from Donna. It says that she misses me and she's thinking about me and she loves me. So thanks, Kelly, for setting me straight and teaching me how to be faithful." And she's like, "Oh, no problem." And then he walks away, and she goes to a cabana, opens the door, and Dylan is waiting inside. Boo. And he stands up, and she closes the door, and then sexy guitar plays. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Oh, oh my oh goodness. no. What? What? All right. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Is that a, I don't know, is that a, is that a good ending? Uh-huh. <laughs> it was certainly an ending. Yeah. I, well, it was definitely done, and I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to, if I'm going to get through the rest of, Oh this man! Season, yeah. Uh, everybody just better start fucking everybody. I else. think that's what's gonna go down now. Yeah, it's just Except gonna be just Andrea. A big fuck fest. Andrea wasn't here, and yeah. nobody's gonna, <laughs> no, nobody's ever gonna fuck Andrea. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Maybe if they she, get, they maybe, get. Sorry. Oh, maybe she's it? gonna. Would you just? <laughs> I, get, would, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I forget what I was going to say. If they got David Silver. Turkey noises. (laughs) If they got David Silver to cheat on somebody, Uh, they're getting like the most innocent dude, like just dummy guy, like in on this kind of like uh, soap opera stuff from the start. Bacchanalian fuck fest. Yeah. (laughs) Bacchanalian. Yeah. Like, oh, I wouldn't have thought that they would have played that on him so early. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And, and, but also, what an idiot. Uh-huh. Oh, he's the big... Yeah, uh, she's probably cheating, too. What? I gotta go cheat! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, all right. And I well, like that he comes up to Kelly, and he's like, hey, thanks for teaching me not to cheat. And yeah. He's like, you know, or like, oh, yeah, telling me that cheating's wrong. He's like, he's... You, you know you still cheated, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you still kiss her. You still have to tell her about yeah, that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Exciting stuff. Cliffhanger, oh, sort of. Kelly and Dylan, yeah. Kelly and Dylan, <laughs> Kelly and Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my new catchphrase. Sounded good. <laughs> Sounded good to me on the phone, here. Perfect harmonization. Yep. Could have been in say anything. <laughs> oh my. Maybe I was affected by that album. Oh, Kelly and Dylan. <laughs> um. Yeah, I th- I think they need to fucking get this shit in gear, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I guess you know all of the summer episodes are like have been like this. They got to ease them back in. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more. everyone will have sex with each other before the school year, so that when we land in the school year, it's like shit is fucked. Yeah, yeah like everybody yeah, hates yeah. everybody. Oh yeah, they're gonna. Their things are gonna be bad. It by seems. Yeah, they're coming back to nonsense. I think. I think. Yeah, Brenda's smoking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I uh, th- so we missed an episode. We did fuck up. Yeah. So and there's no point in going backwards. And and Athena filled me. Okay. <laughs> told her what what I watched today. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. So here's what you missed. Yeah. <laughs> and she, we didn't miss she, anything did in that she episode. Watch the show. Like, has she, she did, seen yeah. all of this? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, Emma, Emma's the same way. If I yeah. mention an episode, she'd be like, okay, yeah, was yeah, that? Yeah. That's after this yeah, happened. I, I told her what was going on in my episode, and she's like, yeah. So what happened was like Donna didn't want to go because of. Uh, her parents were breaking up or whatever, yeah. and but then Jim uh, Walsh mm-hmm. kind of pushed for Brenda to go, sort of like saying, "No, you should go to be great. And you and Donna could be friends out there." But mostly, it was like keep her away from Dylan. Yeah. So Dad had an ulterior motive there. Oh, so clever. Yeah, yeah. And th- yeah. that's about it, though. That was pretty much the whole thing. I want to keep like, you away from Dylan. Oh, go. Kelly was gonna go, but she didn't want to go because she decided she should spend time with the baby. Okay. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh, okay, I get that. Sure. Yeah, the dad was like, go, go, be away from Dylan, but also I'm going to move my Casio into your room while you're going. <laughs> <laughs> Jam space. Yeah, yeah. I'll, me I'll, and David are going to be... Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got this song we're working jam. on called Kelly and yeah. Dylan. <laughs> Kelly and Dylan. <laughs> we don't know what it's about yet. <laughs> <laughs> we just came up with it maybe, well, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> we're workshopping it. <laughs> you got your Dylan inside my Kelly. <laughs> you got my... <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we'll see where all of that goes and more next week when I watch the next episode. Yes. And that is how we play 90210 Relay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. if you would like to find us elsewhere it's the on game, no one wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is my favorite time. Yeah, yeah. You're years. farthest I'm away. I'm the farthest away. This is your, this is your Friday night <laughs> yeah. of, of nine oh two one. My most my most unfavorite time is on Monday night when I have forgotten to watch nine oh two one zero, and it's like ten o'clock, and I'm going to bed. And I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's coming up. <laughs> oh shit. Um, if you would like to find us on the internet, please go to modernsuperior.com where you can find all of our episodes along with the episodes of Time Bandits and the other shows on the network. Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death has a new one coming out on Sunday. Uh, there are lots of other shows on there. Two Turntables and a Bottle of Wine. Drink Along have a new one that came out. Uh, they did a second brew um, where they brew their own beers and have their friends come on and drink them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did another one of those. That we got um, lots of other stuff to do over. Super Zero, yes, and, and lots more. So check out the website, and you can find lots of stuff on there to read as well. If you dig into the archives, go do it. Uh, but you can also follow us on Twitter at SYNWPC. You can tweet at us there or retweet us, please and thank you. Uh, or you can go to Facebook.com slash SYNWPC. There's uh, lots going on there. We post news every day, lots of things to comment on, tell us what you think, and uh, just uh, have a good time with that. <laughs> uh, otherwise, as always, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. There's a ghost at the end of Safe Haven. There is no ghost at the end of The Longest Ride. No. But it does take a while to get there. Hmm. Huh? Kelly and Dylan. <laughs> Kelly and Dylan. I swear, the first time we did that, we fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, like I swear. Harmony? Oh, yeah, like nailed it. It's beautiful. Yeah, someone needs to... Uh, I'll isolate it. Yeah, yeah. Isolate yeah. It. You know what, listeners? <laughs> uh, uh, make that, make a remix make of Make that us. into some kind of yeah, a French some, dance. <laughs> yeah. Galley and Darling. Yeah, use that. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Incorporate all of our various sounds. Huh? Every time. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.